This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And my ex-wife, Lulu, or no, his, her daughter is talking to her, telling her uh, that there's there's a kid in the gym that uh, knows, that has family in Mexico that kills people and chops people up for money. And my ex-wife responds by, oh, we might be able to use them. What the fuck? Exactly. And Mundo just happened to walk by and he was like, you know, the same thing, basically like, what? Yeah, yeah. So you know my cousin? No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so he he tells he he's like whoa 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 you know he he kind of snaps him because he already knew that me and her were going through a yeah. tough you know very tough divorce and he goes what? in five four three two one what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast we have a very special special guest here not Chris because he's been on here multiple times <laughs> but we got Chris's pops on this podcast with Yo. Chris oh, after he just lost the boxing match oh <laughs> damn <laughs> Chris how would you like to talk about your loss oh, <laughs> uh, that's how you're going off straight up the time huh? I would like to say that it wasn't an official uh, sanction fight it was not it doesn't go on the record a, yeah so what i like to say is uh it was a fun night, <laughs> it was a fun night. It was the funniest fun. thing about chris is that he doesn't take loss very well <laughs> even if it wasn't like a sanctioned fight this is a new this is a new uh thing for you to, to see you with me huh yeah you did not take loss very well at all man like it's hard on you it is not mm. even a real loss because it was a friendly it was a friendly yeah. like probably it's a little like a, more firmer than regular sparring yeah you know no I mean? no i definitely i mean Listen, they 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 also they obviously you know decided winner. So obviously, yeah, I took a I took the L. You know what I mean? That that uh, Pat got it. Uh, Pat got the less of me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, no, nah, Pat did his thing, man. I I think I think most importantly, man, I I definitely uh, uh wasn't as prepared as I should have been, and uh, it showed. That's what that's basically all all it was. You Why know? did you prepare? Huh? Were you just kind of just uh, having fun with it, or like? Well, what, no. What um. Whenever I uh, when we heard about it like a month prior, and then I flew to Houston, and um, I also have been working on projects in Houston, and then uh, my buddy and I ended up coming across a dope DP, and we just started like we just decided to crank out like four sketches, and I got so into it that I wasn't putting time aside to train. I was just like, you know, when I when I had time to run, I ran. You know what I mean? And I would just run. Cause that was my dad's whole thing was like, just make sure you run, you know? And my dad also, you know, you know, if it ain't, if it ain't a professional boxing thing or even amateur boxing, my dad no, just kind of no, sees I, it as like. No, I took it as, you know, when he told me about that, you know, I thought it was just going to be like a friendly, you know, comedians getting together mm-hmm. and doing a sparring. Bring the mic a little closer to your face. Yeah. Right? I thought there was going to be like a comedians getting together and doing yeah. some kind of, you know, charity event, something like that. So I didn't, I didn't take it very seriously because, you know, I, I've been around boxing all my life, and I know when it's something that is serious and is sanctioned and is, 
And I was worried about that too. I kept asking Chris, what, what's the rules? What, you know, what kind of stuff is this? I've never heard anything like this, but it turned out to be a pretty good, you know, little squabble yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, 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 hey you man. underestimated him. Yeah, hey, so. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you know, I ain't hey, nothing against the kid. You know, yeah, the that, kid. Yeah, nothing, what's his name? Uh, Pat. 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 Yeah, Pat. nothing against Pat. The kid, you know, the kid, you know, he, 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 he put he the work in. He put the work yeah, in. And unfortunately, Chris, you can't make no excuses in boxing because I've been yeah. around boxing all my life. I said, man, this is what you want to do. You know, when, so what, what, at what age did you start training Chris? Chris started when he was about seven. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a lot of fights. Chris has a lot yeah. of fights under his belt, you know? Yeah. And when I seen him being sloppy in the ring, I'm like, I'm like, no, that's not. Nice. I disown your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw your guy giving you the finger in the corner. He's like, fuck this guy. Hey, you know, I, I, after the second round, I was really thinking about. Let me throw in the towel, man. This is not. This is, man. No, 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 uh, uh, my cousin has saw it from the live. I, yeah. I, had, I had a few. I had uh, somebody helping me from the gym. Um, she was really nice of like you know handling my live, and so I had people from my followers checking it out and stuff. And my cousin was like, "Bro, it looked like you were you were trying to bust out old school moves of what you do, but." you were just delayed you know like just off of like yeah just being like slow like every every like any any like fly move i was trying to do it was slow because of how like how tired i was and i was just kind of just like you know trying to hit him but but. you know what that happens to a typical fighter that hasn't fought a long time or a fighter that's you know, that's like saying me trying to get back in the ring. My mind, I, my mind's sharp, you know, boxing sharp. Like, I but know physically, what you gotta do. Yeah. Physically, yeah. I'm not, not going to do it because my yeah. body's not going to be able to react. Hard work would be talent every day. And now that was a pure All example day. of that yesterday. Hard work. And that, was, that was a pure example of that. Like Hard work would be telling yeah. all day, can't, day. I can't take nothing away from Pat. I'm just myself. <laughs> myself, bro, I'm kind of just like, Pat, come on, bro. Let's get back in it, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's run it back, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like I, he doesn't. And my thing is, Pat doesn't even have to. Yeah. Pat doesn't have to do this. He doesn't have to do a rematch. He could just, like, take the dub and just be like. He's eating him up. He's eating you up, huh? <laughs> Yeah, man. No, man, you'll be but, all right, son. You know, yeah, and and you know, yeah, and, and the thing is, is like, you know, it it really is. It, it was more to me because you know my dad's in my corner. Yeah, you know, it was the nostalgic. Oh, and flew a thousand, two and five thousand miles to get over here. Yeah. <laughs> when, when when you guys when when he started boxing at seven, right? Um, for for you, is is it hard for you to coach uh, your your son because you also you also have like a personal connection with your kid? Oh yeah, definitely. You know what? As a father figure, you know, as a father training his son, I don't care who it is, because I talk to a lot of fathers, and a lot of times fathers live through their kids in mm-hmm. in, in you see in, in youth sport or sports. Yeah, a lot of times you see fathers trying to live through their kids, and that's that wasn't me. I didn't want him to box. I didn't want. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't want my kids to box because I know the kind of sport boxing is, how grueling it is. You know the training regimen. You know the physical, mental, the traveling, the ups and downs. I and, love it, <laughs> and, and all that stuff that I went through. I didn't want him to go through. You know, but uh, he, the way Chris started, he when he was little, I, I had a a bag in my, you know, I had a little workout deal in my in my in my in my garage, and he would sit there and watch me. You know, you know, hit the bags and everything, and all of a sudden this kid just picked it up natural, just you know. And then I, I and at that time I had a, a I trained fighters, amateur boxers. And uh, every time we went to a boxing show, Chris was like maybe five, I think before that, five or six. And he would get in the ring before, you know, before the show would start. Mm. He would just get in the ring and he would just start shot of boxing and 
and doing it, everybody was like, who's this little boy? <laughs> so even, even before he started competing, because uh, you can't compete in the amateurs till but you're about eight. So even before he was his first fight, everybody knew who he was, you know, in, in the Houston area, because he every time we had a, a boxing show and, and I had boxers competing, he would get in the ring and, you know, and, and box and, and show out and everything, mm. you know. So it was pretty cool, you know. But, I, yeah, but from in my heart, I didn't want Chris to box. I didn't, you know, it's, it's something that it it, it, uh, it it hurts me to see my kid, you know, get punched, yeah. go through all that. And, and then if it doesn't go his way, you know, it's, it's just like I, I take all the blame. Mm. I feel like, you know, I, I am down. You know? But it's nothing like that, you know. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. You got to move on. So for you, like when you when you when you were getting coached by your dad, did you ever have thoughts of like? Because I, I always wondered too with like, cause, well, Habib just won right mm-hmm. uh, today yeah. uh, with his his father passed away, right? Yeah. And there's like this this interesting bond and balance that I think like parent and coach has, right? Mm-hmm. Like, was it hard for you to to take instruction from your dad also as a coach and as a father? No, I thought I thought um, well maybe I think I think sometimes like you know there there will be times where. You know, uh, when when we were when we were actually competing, and I was younger, and um, we were doing the real thing, and when he, when we were doing the pads and stuff, like there'd be sometimes where I kind of be bothering him, like you know, oh dad, no, like I, I like talking back basically. Yeah, I would talk back to him sometimes, which you know you wouldn't talk back to your coach, mm-hmm. you know, but I was talking back to him, you know, as you know, I was, well, I mean, you shouldn't even talk back to your dad either, but <laughs> I, you know, it's just kind of like yeah, the, you know, father son, father son type yeah. of thing. So there was that, um, but honestly, man, like I didn't like it if when he wasn't training me. Mm-hmm. Like when there were when there were times where, you know, we had to go fight out of the city and like my dad couldn't make it and stuff. He would have like another coach that like we were we were together. We had like our team and another dad would take us. And I did not like my dad not being in my corner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, I didn't want I didn't want anybody in my corner other than my dad. So even with this with this show, I was like, yo, pops, like you trying to work my corner. And at first he was kind of just like, eh, son, like I don't want like. He didn't know what this kind of thing was, so he was like, if it's going to be on some, like, underground fight club stuff, I don't want to be a part of nothing like that. And I'm like, yo, Pops, I need you, man. <laughs> I need you, yeah. I was almost like, how come he don't want me, man? Like, <laughs> yeah, I love Will Smith action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, seriously, I, I thought it was going to be some kind of, you know, I don't play that. You know, I'm, I'm very professional about boxing. Uh, something that I've done for a long time, and I know the inside out, and I know all the, you know, the regulations and and I don't get involved in any kind of underground kind of boxing, any kind of, uh, you know, thing that where somebody gets hurt in the ring because it's very serious to boxing. Mm-hmm. Even when you're messing around, even in the sparring session, you can get hurt yeah. having a hemorrhage or something happen. And somebody's got to be liable for that, you know. Mm. And whoever's involved in that ring, and, 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 and if I'm involved in, and I'm licensed or, you know, whatever, I mean, they can come after me too, you know. So yeah. I, I don't play with any, all that underground boxing. I just don't. Uh, so I was, just want to make sure, and you know, everything's all legit. You well, know? boxing in the last year has been kind of crazy, especially with the in-ring deaths recently. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, was it, I think it's like two or three just in the past year or so. It, it can happen at any time, you know, and, and, and people don't understand, you know, you can, you can, a lot of these fighters go, you know, and they, they, they could be sparring and, and they can get hurt in, in, in the gym because, you know, coaches don't pay attention for whatever reason they can get hurt, you know, have a hemorrhage and I'm, you know, and they just go home with a headache or whatever they don't they don't, don't they don't go to the doctor they don't they don't, they don't follow up with, with with the pain and and they come back and a couple of days later start sparring or they might have a fight and you know you get hit the wrong way you then you're done that's kind of crazy yeah. I, I can understand why it was hard for you to see did, wait, did you were you the one that wanted to stop boxing or did you want him to stop boxing first 
I think it was you know what happened. It was in it wasn't Chris's fault. It was more of a when his mother and I got divorced. You know, I kind of went my way, mm. and he went his way with his mother. When you know his mother had had the uh, you know guardianship with the kids, mm. so then it was hard for me to to see him like we were seeing before. Yeah, and the training, and then. You know the traveling and all I think that all, stuff. Yeah, all the circumstances just started adding up, yeah. and like it just like started building and building, and then gradually it just started fading. Um, you know, there were times where like I would be crying because I just want to get to the gym. Like mm-hmm. I'm just telling my mom or I'm telling my dad too, because there be, you know, there were times where, you know, my my parents, you know, during during that whole divorce thing, you know, it, it was it, it was ugly and stuff like that. And there would be times where I would kind of hold it as like an ultimatum of like. Yo, like there were times where I'd be like, "Yo, pause. I'm gonna quit boxing, man. If 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 this whole like thing keeps you know being ugly." Yeah. And then there were times where I'm at home and I'm like, "Yo, mom, I got I got I I gotta keep going to the gym." Or like, and it was just it was so many uh, things. And then whenever I got to high school, um, that's where it really that's where it was like I had a few fights maybe as a, as a freshman. Those were like my last few fights, whatever. But then. Once I became a, a a junior, I started acting. I I was like I got into theater and stuff, and then I had because I never did anything after school, like because I had to go to the gym after school. But um, once I got into theater, then I started rehearsing and stuff. And then my pops like went to go. Well, I had a, I had a play, and he saw me perform for the for the first time as far as like acting and stuff like that. My dad was like. I didn't remember. I was like, you, you know, I remember coming to, he, when he came up to me with that, I'm going, I'm an actor. I said, yo, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. And that's when you I were I did like, Shakespeare. Yeah. And I went yeah. to go see him. My, my first question was like, how can you remember all those lines? Yeah. It was, he had a, you had a long, you, know, so you can't remember your combos in the yeah. ring. I was, I was like, damn, how do you remember? Because I, I would see him practicing. He had like a little thing. Of, it was like a thing of a book like this to remember. And he knew everybody's lines. You know, he's like, he had said, Dad, I got to remember everybody just to be on you know, on time. I was like, Shit, that's crazy. But I was amazed. You know, the first time I saw him, I was like, damn, that's my son out there. And then the, when he was a senior, he won. You guys won the the state championship, right? What is it? What are well, they call we got it? we got to the states, but we ended up getting second place. And, mm-hmm. No, but you when yeah. you're a senior, you got you got second place. Or? Oh no, as a senior, I I mean no, as a senior, I got we got to regionals. As my junior, we got to states, but I got uh like I wanted I won a best actor. That's what you're that's, talking about. Yeah, I won, okay, I won that's best actor and, and at at regionals, but yeah. Do, do you think like I I always look at this from like a from like a hindsight because hindsight's twenty twenty for me. It's interesting how like. Uh, you know when you were going through the divorce with you with your with your ex-wife mm-hmm. and that caused like a, a break in a rift in your training like do you think that you still would have gravitated towards active if it wasn't for that break um i don't know i don't know to be honest with you I, but you know because uh there was a point where i was living with my dad because of uh the way the school district was uh my dad lived um near the school that i still wanted to go to and so um i ended up you know living with my dad for a little bit and and that even even with that like we 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 trained and stuff like that i think that was like my eighth grade year and uh we trained and he he also was uh you know picking up his boxing business as well and um there was also like you know i you know we we've, we've kind of above head butt heads about it but like he had his uh uh fighters as well and you know he he also because i think i think when whenever you know my, my parents split and stuff and he's doing his own thing he ended up building a business in boxing and 
excuse me, uh, building a business in boxing and uh, getting fighters and then having pro fighters. And then also like, uh, like, uh, what is it? Amateur fighters that were like on the way to be a pro, like, and we were on the same like squad, like, man, like kids that I grew up with, like, you know, Casey, Marshall, uh, uh, Nico, like all these, all these guys that, you know, to me, I'm thinking like, I'm at their level, if not better. That's how I'm. That's how I'm treating it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that, well, that's how I'm always going to treat it. And you know, I'm seeing them from from hindsight, and and they're on TV, and you know, homie has like you know getting these nationals, winning these national competitions and stuff. And I'm over here, and my mom's like, well. Must be nice, you know. Uh, like, yeah. damn, and I, you know, I used to call my power. Like, Yo, how come you don't train me like that, man? You don't train me like that. And it was, it was a, it was a whole thing, man. And then, like, we finally had a heart to heart, maybe about a couple years ago. Like, we finally sat down, and my dad was kind of just like, because I, I mean, this happens every year, bro. And I've talked to you about it too. But my dad finally was just like, man, he gave, he said, kind of what he was saying just now. Like, I, I just didn't want, you know, I. It's easy to tell a fighter who's like who comes back to the corner, cut up blood coming out of the nose and I was just looking mm -hmm. ugly in the corner and, and still telling like you know all right go on get, get out there but for me he, he, what he was telling me he was like yo it's just like hard to just be looking at my son like that and you know and, but to me I'm like you saying I'm a bitch like you think I'm gonna come back <laughs> yeah. to the corner you think I'm gonna come back to the corner cut up like you know what I mean like but, but I mean interestingly enough because well, because of the Lomachenko and the Teofimo fight right mm. you saw the relationship that Teofimo had with his father yeah. right? his father treated well, he was crying in that interview. Mm -hmm. You saw that, and you could see Teofimo wants his father just to be a father. Yeah. So that that there's you know there's two sides to that coin, right? Mm. Where you have the dad coach, where he's more coach than he is father, right. and you could see by his behavior how he talks to his son, and how Teofimo was talking about his dad in the interview. Mm -hmm. It's more like he was like, yeah, I just you know I just want my dad to be a dad. And he yeah. never got that, but he could look at his son like he's a fighter. Yeah. Like go in there, make these adjustments, get hit again, do it over and over and over. Yeah. But there's, but you could see that there's a trade off. Like yeah. I think that's the hard part. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, on the same topic, I, I seen I seen a lot of uh, coaches that have uh, coach father, you know, their their kids, their sons or daughters, and like I said earlier, they trying to they're trying to live their through their kids, you know, something that they couldn't do when they were young. And a lot of them have never even fought one round in their lives, amateur professionally. And and when I see that, I was like, okay, sometimes the back of my head, you know, just because you didn't do it, now you want your son or daughter to do it. And when they don't do it, I, I see him in the corner yelling at them. I see him outside the ring. You know, I've seen a, a father slap the crap out of his son oh, because he didn't yeah. do good in the ring. And I'm thinking, well, how many times, how many times, how many fights did you have? Yeah. How many times, you know, were you in the ring? You don't know what the kid went, goes through. Mm -hmm. And I know what I went through. We win or lose, whatever happened. But, you know, I, I'm not the type of kid, I mean, a father that's going to do that to his son. Embarrass him in front of the, uh, of, 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 uh, of, a, of a crowd or, you know, just because he's not as good as what you think, you, you know, he should be. Because there's very, very small percentage of kids of of sons or daughters that make it in in in, in the sport of boxing, you know, with that that you know yeah. father father son uh, trainer, I mean, I can look at the one of the best ones was Tito Trinidad and his father. Mm -hmm. You know, they went they went to another level. They these guys went, you know, but then there was some you know look at look at De La Hoya and his dad. They, you know, they kind of split up. Yeah, Mayweather, 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 they split up for a minute, and then they you know they ended up coming back. But that was but there was, it's hard. Long. You know, it's hard to 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 train your son. <clears throat> or daughter at that level and see I can talk to a fighter a different way that I can talk to my son 
mm. because it's, 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 you know, when I talk to my son, he comes back to the corner, sometimes he gets personal from the heart. Yeah. You know, and, and I see sometimes when, when fathers talk to their sons on TV or whatever, I watch a fight, when they're talking to a fight to their, as a son, they talk to him they, they, differently. Now, when I'm talking to a fighter, you know, that I'm training, that it's just, it's just a different type of, 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 you know, feeling, you know, and that sometimes gets in the way of, Man, I, I don't, you know, I've seen some guys get hit, like cold cock, knocked the bleep out. Yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't want my son to do that. This podcast is brought to you by Junbi Matcha. Not all matcha is curated and created the same, and Junbi Matcha stands out above the rest. If your matcha isn't a beautiful shade of green and doesn't have an earthy, smooth taste, then you are definitely not having Junbi. Matcha is not supposed to be bitter. The caffeine boost and health benefits you get from it are the best. No caffeine jitters and loaded with a bunch of antioxidants. To get 10% off your first order of tins and packets, go to junbeeshop.com and enter code GENIUSBRAIN. Once again, that's 10% off your first order of tins and packets. Go to junbeeshop.com and enter code GENIUSBRAIN. So you guys were talking about like a specific story that you guys did on All Deaf. Mm-hmm. What was that story about? Um, well, my dad really, it's, it's my dad's story. It's, um, my dad got into a, a, a little <laughs> a sticky situation, uh, with his, uh, second wife, not my mom. I always have to clear that up. Cause some people come to me and be like, yo, you know, Hey, I didn't know about your mom. I'm like, nah, I didn't know <laughs> my mom, bro. It's a little weird that, you know, coming to somebody about that, like, yeah, like your mom. I'm like, no, it wasn't, it wasn't my mom, man. That was my second, the marriage. second wife. Yeah. Second, second marriage. Um, uh, so I said second wife, like you married two two women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, my second mom, no. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, uh, my dad, my dad got into a, a whole uh, situation, man. When in the second marriage, it ended up ending uh, pretty bad. But they were going through a divorce, but she wanted to end the divorce a little quicker and get a little uh, money off of it. So she tried uh, um, uh, doing some dirty stuff to my dad. And uh, tried having him murdered uh, to get what she had to, yeah. bro. Yes, man. Murder, my murder, bad. Murder. I, thought, I thought we, I, man. I really thought we met. I murder, you, you, I, but I like. I, I. This is you good. alluded to a, a like some kind of weird shit. I didn't know it was a murder for fucking hire. Yeah, 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 bro. No, no. He, uh, uh, it was a, it was a whole thing, bro. Because you know she was talking to some people and in, uh, in Mexico and. And, uh, you know, it was over her. I mean, we're, my, I'll let my dad dive into it. I just kind of want to get a little, uh, you know, uh, basically the prologue. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it ended up being a whole thing, man. It was all it was all over Houston and uh, the, the news out there. And then like it, it, like some uh, random interview in London and then it popped off bro, it, worldwide. Japan got it. Uh, uh, UK, it came back to the US, and then that's when All Def. Uh, um, well, All Def also got it like firsthand because I was also working at All Def. But um, you know, other networks, HBO, Forty Eight Hours, Dateline, like ended up being a whole thing, oh bro. Oh my god! Okay, yeah. we gotta start from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. How did you meet your second wife? Yeah. Uh, well, I, at the time I had been divorced uh, about ten years from Chris's mom, my first wife. We had three kids together, three, three wonderful kids. You know, my oldest son, Mitchell. Chris is the middle son, and then me as my youngest. And at the time, I was very involved with boxing. I had been traveling a lot with the boxing and, and training uh, people, I mean, young 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 cats. And uh, so one evening in 2009, I think it was, or in 2009, 
I went out for, you know, I was just hanging out, just feel like going out for for a drink. So I went out and 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 to a Mexican restaurant in the suburbs of Houston. And this restaurant turns into a bar like after after 10. So I went, I went you know, and they play salsa music. And, you know, I love salsa. So I went in there looking sharp, you know. And when I walked in, I saw these, the, the, the dance floor was packed. And I saw this one lady dancing. I was like, oh, man, she looks hot. You know, I thought she was Puerto Rican or Caribbean, Dominican or something, the way she was dancing. But she looked nice. And, you know, I obviously kept my eyes on her, whatever. She danced, seemed like she danced forever. And <laughs> I was trying to catch her attention to go see if she wanted to dance. So, she, you know, she just disappeared out of my sight. All of a sudden, she walks in front of me and she steps on my toe with about, it seemed like a six inch heel. <laughs> whatever, man. Yeah. Crazy. And I was like, oh my God, you know, you know, I was in pain. So when I get up, it's like, you know, you know, that like the manly, like, would you like to dance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to dance? And that was the beginning, man. We Stole we started. My own move. Yeah, we started dancing and danced in out of way, and then one thing led to another, and we we started dating. You know, we dated for about a year and a half. She was a mother of two. Divorce had been recently moved to Houston from Mexico City, and uh, you know, she told me her story that she moved to the United States for a better life for herself and her two kids. Uh, she came from an abusive uh, relationship, uh, so she wanted a better life, you know. So we dated for about a year and a half. After after a year and a half, we got married. Uh, the first three years of the marriage was perfect, you know. She treated me like a king. Uh, manicure, pedicure, massages. It was, oh it was, wow, oh, that's yeah. nuts, bro! Yeah. It was like the you know the ultimate, you know. Yeah, we you know she was at the beginning. She was okay with my kids. Chris lived, lived didn't live there yet. He was mm. out here in L.A. But uh, he was. She treated my other Mia and, and my older son. You know, she she was. You know, I remember. Really... I remember the. No, I, I was still. I didn't move to LA until 2013. So like, I oh. we yeah yeah no. I, I but you remember. But she was okay. You know, she was kind of yeah young. yeah everything. She was always kind of playing the, the the you know sweet yeah. sweet like you know trying to be on the good side. She yeah. wants she wants us to to accept her. Yeah, and, and that's you just know, you know on her best behavior. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly she, was, yeah. she was like you know trying to be the the perfect. Uh, I always be. had a little feeling. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was always kind of, I was always kind of just like, she's too, she's kind of too, too, too nice, you know. Yeah, and you know, but uh, again, you know, from my point of view, I thought she was the right person. Yeah. So you know, we like I said, married for the first three years was perfect, you know. Uh, and another <laughs> little detail here: she was in Houston or in, uh, with a visitor's visa from Mexico City. Okay. So every six months she had to go back to to Texas, I mean to Mexico to review to renew her visa to stay in Texas, and uh, and so she didn't like that, you know. Well, she you know, it was kind of tough on her. But right after we got married, she became uh, she got her green card, American. You know, she became a, a resident of the United States, and and things you know were okay. And then we had started having little family issues. Well, you know, especially with their older son, you know, he was a, a, a teenager. A oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it was, you know, just like when you when when you have uh, kids from, uh, you know, and you try to merge families sometimes, it's, it's kind of it's kind of hard. And the young man, you know, he never really had a father figure, and and I was, uh, you know, a little tough on him. Not not physically. I was just being tough on him because I wanted to be 
grow up to be a man and be a responsible man. Yeah. And he wasn't responsible with with education, wasn't responsible with, you know, with behavior. He just didn't give a damn, you know. Mm. And then he wanted to be the man of the house. And I'm like, oh, hold up, man. Yeah. <laughs> hold up. There's only one man in this house, and that's me. You yeah. Know? You know, I, I put a roof over your head, closing your back, and, and food in your stomach. You're going to do what I say. It's my yeah. way or the highway. It yeah. doesn't work, you know. So... It was tough with them. That's where all, I think with the, where the problem started with, with is with, with with that the little relationship with the you know with that relationship with her son. She was a little. She was also a little. She had a little jealousy too, man. Because like you know, my dad he praises you know his three kids. Like I mean, he's still to this day. Like I mean, there's a Facebook post every day about look at my three kids. Look at my look <laughs> look, look at my yeah, firstborn. My, 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 he, there's always a post or something yeah. that he's always putting up. Like damn, my baby girl, look what she's doing or this. Mm-hmm. And it, now that he has grandkids, like my sister has a son and my my brother has a son. And um, you know, uh, he, he he always he's always like that. And so I think that also that when you know you look at her kids versus us you know my dad was always just talking about us and she's kind of just like well you know what's up with ours and my dad's like well well yeah what's up with yours because yeah your kids look like you know you know your, your boys <laughs> acting like a little asshole when yeah. my kids are out here are the shit yeah you know what yeah. i mean like he's yeah, flunking yeah. around in school and shit like that and it's like well, i think with that that's another issue too that she had a, she started getting a little uh jealousy with like like chris said with my kids because she saw that my kids were being so successful, graduated from school, and they were doing their thing, going to college, Mitchell, and Mitchell, Chris started doing his thing, and Mia, my daughter, was still in, going to school and, you know, doing well. And she was having a lot of issues for the kids. But one thing led to another. So, it was, you know, it, we opened up a business together, you know, uh, in the boxing, because I was still involved with boxing. I already had a, a nonprofit uh, boxing gym, and then uh, and we opened up a big business, a boxing gym, Woodlands Boxing, the bo- Woodlands Boxing and Fitness, and that gym did very, very well. You know, we were very, very successful uh, financially, and you know, we had a big home, you know, nice toys, motorcycles, you know, living well, and everything was good. You know, uh, so one thing led to another, and, and we still were having ups and downs, like in every marriage, you know. Uh, things didn't work out. So in the year 2015, we decided, you know, just, just, just go our own way, just get divorced. And, you know, no divorce is easy. You know, divorces are sometimes get a little difficult. But in my situation, we just went to the next level. Mm. Because when she wanted to, when she asked for the divorce, I said, okay, you know, whatever. Went oh, to, it was her idea. Yeah, it was her idea because, you know, she, in hindsight, I'll tell you later what I really, what, what I really thought that she, it was all about. <laughs> But okay, you know, no problem. We just go through the divorce. You know, I, I was we could, we were not gonna live together, and we can we can we can. Say my first it. rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, I did it once before. Yeah. I'm used to this shit, bitch. Yeah. Get the fuck all out of here. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah, I've done this before. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but the thing was that she wanted to make it difficult. She wanted everything. You know, like well, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know how you guys do this in Mexico. But in the United States, you know, we we split everything in half. Yeah. You know, she wanted the business, the house, everything. And she just wanted, you know, just me to get, you know, go back to whatever I was doing. And no, 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 no. That's not how it works. Exactly. <laughs> I, I worked way too hard for everything that we have. And I don't mind splitting it in, in, in whatever. But no, you know, she, it's crazy that you're still like you're actually OK with half. Like, you know, because most people, you think, you know, they talk about prenups. And yeah. you, know, you leave what I got and you leave what you had. And stuff that you're like, no, no, no. We'll just do half. And I'm good with that. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, just get having that. Sell this house, split it up, do whatever. Yeah. 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 So so that's what I what I wanted. And, and But she didn't want it, you know, but obviously, because uh, uh, now this is when it gets crazy. Uh, let me go back to the year 2000, you know, that's that's when I had a young man come into my gym named Mundo, 
that's just a real name, but you know that's that's the that's the name because mm-hmm. he was a, a next gang member. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> so in the year two thousand, a young man named Mundo walks into my gym, and overweight. You know, he didn't want to become a boxer. He just wanted to uh, learn how to box because when he was young, he didn't get the opportunity. He said he you know he wanted to box, but he couldn't for whatever reason he couldn't do it. And uh, so then he took the the route of becoming a gang member <laughs> mm. because he where he lived in the east side of Houston. That's what's you know. It was was happening, and uh, at the time he came into my gym, he had just got out of prison. He had been locked up for a few years. He had been stabbed. You know, Jesus. he had wounded. He had you know he was just he just but he had changed his life around, and he wanted to go you know join boxing to lose weight, and, you know, just because he loved boxing. Uh, so he became a, my my, my right hand man. I, you know, he loved being around my kids. He was a wonderful right to to you yeah, guys. Yeah, no, he's he's dope. He was. A, I he, think it was two thousand ten, but. No, no, no. But he, you know, I'm talking about when he first came into my gym over there in uh, in, in, in Texas Cedar. Yeah, that wasn't two thousand. It was late. It was in the years, whatever. It was, but it was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. And anyway, so he was. In, he became into my life. You know, he was a real close person in my life. So when I moved to the Woodlands area, which is a suburb of Houston, where I had my gym, he came back and found me where the gym was at, and we, you know, we just after a few years of not being connected, he. He came part of my life again, and then I told my ex-wife, which is you know Lulu, is her nickname. I told her what he, you know, his background, and we know how we have met and all that stuff. She, she was okay with it, you know. She was so she wasn't really okay with him being a gang member and his background and being around the gym because she thought, oh man, what about if he starts stealing from us and all you know all the negative stuff. But uh, he became a real close friend. Muno, yeah, Muno's tight, real, real close oh, family okay. friend, cool cat. Yeah, so he yeah. helped me around the gym, and you know he closed the gym for me and clean and and when the, on Saturdays when I couldn't make it he would always be there and close it for me so uh one afternoon that we were going this is why we were still going through my divorce one evening I wasn't at the gym and Munda was there with my ex-wife and her daughter and my ex-daughter I mean my my ex-wife and her daughter they're in, in my office in the gym office having a conversation and Mundo just happened to walk into the conversation and my ex-wife Lulu or no, his her daughter is talking to her, telling her uh, that there's there's a kid in the gym that uh, knows that has family in Mexico that kills people and chops people up for money. And my ex-wife responds by, "Oh, we might be able to use them." What the fuck? Exactly. And Mundo just happened to walk by, and he was like, you know, the same thing, basically, like what. Yeah, yeah. So you know my cousin? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so he he tells he he's like whoa 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 you know he he kind of snapped his head because he already knew that me and her were going through a yeah. tough you know very tough divorce, and he goes whoa you need to you know pay pay attention to me be careful what you say around people you know when you yeah. talk like that because you never know who might be walking up yeah. So that that situation happened, right? So later on that evening, Mundo just waited till everybody le- left the gym, and it was just her and 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 Mundo and, and and her and my ex-wife Lulu. So he waited for her to be alone, and he walked up to her and said, "Hey, man, uh, the little conversation you guys were having in the in the office with with your daughter uh, is this about? Is that about Ramon?" And she goes, "Yeah, man." She's told she my ex-wife told him like. I wish he would just, you know, go away. You know, I wish they, I wish they would just take him away. I can't stand him, you know, because at the time we were still living in the same home. Yeah. And she was like, I just, I just can't. I just can't make it. I just, I wish they would just take him away. And Mundo, the decision that that young man took right there on that spot is the reason that I'm alive today. He told her, you taking, you, you're talking about 
take him away like this, like he meant the pistol sign. Like, yeah. take him away like this. And she goes, yeah, take him away. And he said, you know what? I got the people that can do the job. Oh, slick. <laughs> Smooth. He told yeah. her right there on the spot, I got the people that can do the job. And she was like, she was so desperate that she goes, oh, really? Okay, well, let's let's talk. Knowing that, you know, he's a gangster, he has a whole background. Holy shit. That, but he's really doing it like, I'm about to save my, like, he yeah. saw my dad as a father figure, so he was like. Yeah, because you saved him. Yeah, I'm about to know? save my pops real yeah, quick. Yeah. So he's like, yeah. I got the people that can handle it. So that, that boy's so slick. Yeah. Bruh. So he, he, and even though that she knew that he knew and that he's real close to me, she was so desperate, like, oh man, you know, he's, yeah. he's, he's the anywhere, you know, I'm, we're getting ready to do this, to do this. And he was also giving her details of like, no, no, right, but like, this is what oh, it happened. When we talk about go details, is like the next day, Mundo, I'm, I'm, you know, the next morning I'm driving. Remember, I was driving and Mundo calls me. I was talking about like how, she, how he was more convincing to her, saying like, Yo, like, yeah, like, you go out, you you leave Texas that way, and I'll leave Texas this way. Like, like he wanted a piece of the pot, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he can, like, kind of like kind of persuading her also. Making damn, him, he's good, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's a, yeah, hey, man, he's yeah. a professional. Yeah. He's a street he made, that, That's what made it more convincing, not just, like, I'll get it done. You yeah. know, it was more of kind of an idea of, like, all right, Beth, we're going to do this. Like, I, I need a little piece of, of the cut, yeah. you know, to where she was like, all right. You know? Yeah, so she fell for all that, right? So Mundo calls me the next morning while I'm driving, and he tells me, hey, Pops, you know, uh, uh, this lady, she wants to kill you. And I'm like, at first I thought he was joking, because, you know, he we yeah, were Yeah, who joking. the fuck is yeah, like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're splitting everything in half. Yeah, right, 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 right. He likes to joke around. We were like, man, say, Mundo, yeah. we're fucking joking around, man. This yeah. is not, you know, what the hell you talking about? He said, yeah, man, Lulu, she, you know, she wants to kill you. I said, Mundo, quit fucking on quit. What the hell? What are you talking about? He goes, yeah. man. Then he explained to me what had happened the, the, the previous evening when they, when he walked into that conversation. Man, let me tell you, David, I pulled off the road to the, and, and I was like, what? I closed my eyes. I was so pissed. I was yeah. like, so many emotions going through me. I'm like, what the? F-? And then I had to go. I was on my way home and I had to see this lady. So I'm like thinking, what the? F-? So me and Mundo, he talked to me. I said, look, man. He said, Pop, this is what we're going to do. This is the, the the what I told her last night. She, we're supposed to meet. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to uh, sit and, you know, I'm going to take my, my phone. I'm going to record all the conversations and see how far she's willing to go with this. And I'm like, shit, all right, man, go ahead. Let's do, do what you got to do, and then we'll see what's going to happen. And I was like, and then I have to go home and see this lady. So I'm at home, and even though we're going through a divorce, we're still living in the same house because I, ha- I have a two-story home. She's living upstairs with her kids and her mother at the time. And I'm living downstairs. <laughs> so we like living with this tension already in my home. And now on top of this, I know, and she doesn't know that I know she's trying to kill me. Holy shit. So I'm sleeping one eye open, thinking like, what the hell is going on here? So I can't believe you went back to the house. Hey, I would have hey. built a tree house. I would have been outside with binoculars. Like, bitch, you ain't going to get me. I'm half eagle, ho. Like, I'm first up here for years. But I was trying to keep it as cool as possible to see, you know, if we was for real. Yeah. So Mundo kept having conversations with her. And sure enough, you know, after Mundo would meet with her during the day or whenever they would meet, he, they, he would record all the conversations. And then later on, he would meet with me in the evening. And we was I would listen to her conversations, and I'm like I cannot believe what, what I'm was hearing. What was the stuff she was saying? The things that she was saying that, that that she was tired of the you know how the divorce was going, that it wasn't going her way, that 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 she felt like if if that 
uh, I was going to get more than she was, and she was just tired. She just, it was all about money, basically. It was all yeah. money. That was it. You know, I had, by that time, I had uh, stopped going to the gym. I said, you know, because she felt like she can take care of the gym. So I left the gym. So the, the membership started going way, way down because I, I wasn't around. Yeah. So the business was crumbling slowly. So that was on, on, you know, her mind too. Like, you know, I'm not getting the same, you know, we're not getting money like we're used to. And I'm, you know, my bills are all, you know, so everything Damn. was just crumbling. Yeah. So uh, Mundo tried to get as much information as she could. And this is when it gets a little more crazier. So Mundo uh, one evening goes, hey, man, so I got an idea. Because he's a street guy. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm not a street person. I'm just a fighter that yeah. you know, just happens to be, you know. So he goes, this is what the, this is what the deal is, coach. I mean, so Pops, I'm going to do a... I'm going to bring in, I'm going to tell her that I got the two guys that are going to do the job because she already believes that, that I have the two guys. And he came up with two these two names. He goes, I'm going to call one John Boy and the other one Paco. But here's the deal. I want you to go get a phone, a track phone, okay? And I'm going to text with her. I'm going to be texting you, okay, with in front of her. And you're going to play your own hitman. She's going to think I'm texting John Boy or Paco, but I'm really texting you. Damn. <laughs> This boy, good. Fam, this yeah. is a, yeah. I would never think of this idea. Dog, yeah. Mundo, man. So he does that. He goes and meets with her. And now before that, we practice. He goes, I'm not, I don't know street language. I don't, you know, I don't, I didn't, I didn't grow up like that. Yeah. So he he tells me what to, what to text back and forth and the lingo, you know, lingo. Say the N-word multiple yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say the N-word seven times in this text. Let's see what That's happens. That's not what it takes to be a street. <laughs> He's like, I don't know about that, man. It's a little weird. Hey, like, no, man. no, no, just trust me. And it's <laughs> funny if my dad was saying the N-word. Yeah. And I was like, I never told you to say that. <laughs> Because I never said, he begin, I'm going to begin the sentence with it, I'm going to end the sentence with it. <laughs> but it was some crazy stuff because he told me what to say. And, yeah. you know, and, you know, it was like Spanglish. Basically, it was all it was, Spanglish yeah. street, you know, street language, but it's in Spanglish. So he was El Negro. <laughs> El Negro. Oh. <laughs> <Mera> Negro. <laughs> uh, no, right. But that's, that's basically what we did. So yeah. he gets in front, you know, they're. She, he's texting me like I'm Paco and John Boy, so in front of her. So he sends a comment. I mean, a text to me say saying that, "Hey, uh, you know, are you ready? You know, you know, what, how much you want for the little toy?" And it, that was the, the toy was the keyword for the gun. And I texted back, "Look, I got I got the toy. I need a minimum. I need at least two hundred dollars to get it for a down payment. If not, we, no, this is it. We need we need we need at least two hundred dollars for the toy." And she fell for it. She gave him two hundred dollars on the spot. Holy shit. To start the job. Just for the gun, for the dirty gun. And that's when we took all that evidence, me and Mundo. Well, actually me, because Mundo was, you know, when I was, when I talked about, when I said, Mundo, we got enough evidence, we have the money, we have her talking, we have all the video. I mean, not all the audio, let's just, I'm going to go to the police. I thought that, you know, our own (laughs) amateur investigation, we thought we had her. So we took it, you know, Mundo goes, oh man, you know what, this is where it stops for me, man. I don't go to the police. I don't talk to police. It's your job now. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit! So I went to the police, and first of all, where I lived, it was a very middle class, mm-hmm. upper middle class suburb. They were like, oh shit, we never had anything like this, yeah. especially in our suburb. Yeah, they're like, what in the hell? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it had to be Hispanics. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like the fucking stereotype. Jesus Christ, <laughs> trying to get them out of here. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so they, you know, they took my information, but they said, look, man, we. we you see what's going on, and but we need Mundo. We need his side because yeah. we need both of you guys' story, and then we see you know what we're gonna do. 
So I had a big mundo and, and finally said, okay, man, I'll just go ahead and do it for you. So they recorded, you know, we went into in the, in the, in the, told them our stories and they had to make sure he it was, talked yeah. to himself and I talked to myself and they matched or whatever. So everything matched. So it's like, oh shit, <laughs> this is for real. Because the thing was that my divorce was coming up in about a month to be, to be you know, yeah. ended. And in one of the recordings, Lulu goes, hey, tells Mundo, look, he needs to die before this date. Because uh-huh. if he dies before our divorce is over, because if he dies after that, his kids, you know, before, if, if he doesn't die before, you know, my, you know, everything was like, my kids were going to get everything. Mm. But if he dies before, you know, that day. The divorce goes through, then, yeah. If they're he, still technically married, so she'll get everything. Yeah. yeah. So that was the thing. She was in a hurry. So the, the, the police had to act quick. So they brought in the Texas Rangers, the troopers, FBI. They brought a whole group of people. And then they said, okay, we're going to come in. And, you know, since she already knows one of the, one of the uh, uh, hitmen is John Boy, we're going to bring our own undercover cop to talk to her. Oh. So they brought in an undercover, an undercover cop to talk to her live now this is i'm no longer john boy we oh, got he's like on the phone no 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 live oh no, live. yeah yeah real person yeah they, they, oh, they, oh, in they person in person yeah yeah it's like say the n-word in the beginning of your sentence and no. the end of the sentence <laughs> that's the only way i'll believe you <laughs> <laughs> no, so, yeah man they they had because he played john boy yeah and so so mundo was still mundo and then the paco yeah. was just like through text whatever but then they were like okay you're gonna meet john boy in a car and the and car was a cop yeah. The car was hot wired. The yeah, car man. had all these cameras, all different angles. She had no idea. She had no idea. It was in the middle of the parking lot outside of a, a, a our academy, and uh, they were, yeah. and, that, and that's when they when she's t- when he tell they look, you know, this is about to happen. So, but we need, you know, because the the hit was supposed to be for fourteen thousand dollars. Jesus. And then uh, she said, "Well, I don't have the money right now, but I can mm. give you jewelry." And I can give you. Are a they thousand. financing uh, murders <laughs> for hire? I chance? Can we run my credit? Was <laughs> I know. That was basically what it was. You know, say, she, no, I'll she give said, you my son. He's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> but he's strong. He can work the fields. Hey, so she said, you know, no, she said, okay, I don't have that money. I, I can give you $2,000 in cash. I'll give you some jewelry. And he and the vehicle that he drives, you know, when when y'all get him, you know, even the watch, he's nice because I have a new nice watch. Yeah. You know, get get all that, you know, and then, but the thing is, when he dies, I will have all the money because I will have all the pension, all the all the insurance money. Jesus. I will pay you the rest of the money. But guess whose jewelry she gave him? Whose? My jewelry. <gasps> my watches, my rings, my our wedding bands, all that was part of the down payment. Plus, Bro, my, from money she, from my bank account. She's sending pictures to the, the trap phone, the John Boy yeah. phone. She's sending pictures of my dad's truck, my dad's jewelry, and all those things, and my dad's looking at the pictures coming in. Yeah. Like he's like, that's they sending me pictures, bitch. She's audacity. She's sending me pictures like, oh, what do you think about this? Is this, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah. She had no idea the whole time there were those pictures. Were it's like none of her own shit. Yeah, yeah bro. So I said oh. your boxers, like these boxers are yeah. real nice. There's a thousand <laughs> yeah. thread count. It feels good. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's basically what I, you know. And then this is what it, you know. After they had gathered enough information, they had the video, they had the audio, they had the money. And I thought that was it. I said, oh, no, they, they got her now. She's mm-hmm. done. They bring me in to the police department one night and said, and I don't know why it had to be in the evening because I was like, it's kind of, it was kind of creepy Yeah, that they brought me in through the back and they and they brought me into this office and they had the DA was there, the FBI. They had Damn. a whole group of people on this table. And the DA tells me, uh, Ramon, uh, we just want to talk to you about the situation. I think we have enough evidence 
Uh, to but, know that this bitch is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you need? Fuck, man. God damn. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, we just want this case to be a slam dunk case. She's a beautiful lady. She has two kids. She's never been in trouble. She's known around the, around the community. You guys have a business here. A lot of people guys, a lot of people know you guys. I mean, y'all here. So we just need to be this to be a slam dunk case. We don't want to go to a jury trial and have a juror feel sorry for her. And then, you know, that's it. So uh, they said, what we're going to do, we're going to take a picture of you dead and show it to her. <gasps> so I had to fake my own death. Yeah. So What? Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they show them Chris. They, they, Is it they, on? You, they got, just, you got it on your phone. They, I know it's they, on your favorites. They, they, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, just no, look, up, look up my, my Oh, this, I got it. I got it. I got it. Also, uh, remote, also for hire, you'll see the pictures. So anyway, but he's already, before you show him links, so this is what happened. They, the DA pulls out a bunch of pictures of actual dead people. I mean, people that have been shot to the head, which, 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 uh, bullet wounds to the head. And, he, and they were all like, okay, we, well, they had to pick one to, to the, so they can replicate it on me. Holy shit. Some kind of, you know, Hollywood stories. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and so they said. I didn't even know they could do stuff like yeah. that. That's no, crazy. No, this yeah. is the, you think it's crazy. That's going to even be more crazier because they said, okay, we're going to just uh, uh, take the picture. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, right? That so, is nuts. But listen to me, David. This is what this is what you know. Believe this. So, so in in the so picture, in the picture, it's uh for those who are listening, uh, it's it's my dad inside of a uh inside of a hole. They they dug up a hole in a, in a no, random. No, before you get to that, let me tell you, let me tell you, oh, ahead, let me tell you how it happened. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, the the DA goes, okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna disappear you for three days. You cannot. Nobody can hear. You cannot call anybody. They no, nobody because we're going. We want her to believe that you're dead. You're gonna bring. You're gonna go home. Get you a, a change of clothes. Don't tell anybody where you're at. So not even Mundo needs to know where you're at. So and then you're gonna bring. Gonna bring you in. We're gonna put the makeup on you, and we're gonna take you to a shallow grave that we already have, and we're gonna take pictures of you, and then show her the pictures of you being dead. So when they brought me in, then I went home and I was like, and at this time I was right out of the house. I went and got me a, a, a change of clothes. I came back for three days. You know, for three days, whatever. And then they put me in this room, and then these two officers come in with this little kit. And I'm thinking these guys are professional, you know, makeup artists and stuff. Yeah. These dudes had just watched that shit two days prior, <laughs> day through night, the night before on, on YouTube. YouTube. That's hilarious. They had just seen that button, you know, like how to YouTube, fake a murder. How to fake a, you know, bullet wounds from this little video from, yeah. you know, makeup from Halloween, basically. And I'm like, oh, you have to be kidding me, man. So, what in the fuck? Exactly. Yeah, I'm thinking, and then I know her. She, she's real good with, with, with Photoshop and all yeah. that stuff. And I'm thinking, man, she's not going to fall for this she's shit. Gonna she's going to see this and be like, this is yeah, fake. Yeah, she's not going to fall for this, man. Yeah. But anyway, they put on the makeup and everything. They took me out. They had a a, a, a little, uh, you know, uh, the van, you know, the way they put me in, uh, all blacked out, SUV. They had some cops. You know, everybody was following us. They took me to this area. <laughs> it was in the middle of the woods. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, that was my thought when I was driving. Yeah. Like, what am I going? What the hell am I doing? Yeah. And so they said, okay, we're going to get you, get naked down to your underwear. We'll get down to your underwear and put, get in that, and, and lay down. They told me how to lay down, put my head back and everything. I had my eyes closed, and all I hear is the clicking of that 35 millimeter nonstop, taking pictures, yeah. walking around me, taking pictures. And I was just, the, the thing that I was thinking, what I was thinking the most was about my kids. I was like, but what are my kids going to think when they see this? Yeah. 
my family, my mother, my my family when they see this. And I'm like, this is I what it came this well, is I wasn't laughing right at the moment, but I'll say it like now, like looking at it, I'm like, God, she believed that shit. So they took me away to a hotel outside of, outside of town for three days. They took my phone away. They took the phone away from the hotel room. I was like pr- practically in You're locked off the grid. In, in, yeah, yeah, off the grid and locked in yeah. for the next three days. So, and then they had a, a, a security there watching me the whole time, the hotel. Wow. And anyway, the next day, they went to my business and did a missing person report on her with a real cop. And you know, and then they asked, "Hey, you know, this is uh, such and such. I'm here for a missing person report for Ramon Sosa. We haven't been seen, whatever, for the next." Wait, but she you, started. You, you, saw, you, they, you showed her. They showed her the picture, though. No, no, no. Before that, oh, it was before. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my what I'm bad, saying. My bad. We, yeah. the, the night, the night before, the night before that, they 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 met with her. The undercover cop met with her in in Mundo in the back seat. And to let her know this, said, "Look, man, we got we got we got the job done." So they wanted to meet with her to prove that, look, you know, we got a picture to show you that he's dead. So she walks, she gets in the car and everything, like no big deal. And they showed her the picture. Said, "Look, man, he's done." And these videos are online too. Like, yeah, they can YouTube it and, and see the video of her going reaction. in the car and the reaction of her so, seeing the picture. So when they show her the picture, her first reaction, she just starts laughing like. She thought it was funny. She goes, oh, and the first thing, but she's in Spanish, she said, well, he's not getting up, right? And he goes, no, he's done. He's dead. He said, he fought a, you know, he fought a hell of a fight. He fought one of the other guys. He beat up my other friend, but no, nah, we got him. I like he's how they done. gave my dad a little That's tight. Did they give him dignity or something, though? Yeah, dignity, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, died yeah. with dignity. I said, I beat the shit out of the other one, but we still put yeah, a bullet to yeah, the head. Yeah. So they got me, right? So she was like, oh, and she started racing her hands like she like she had hit the lotto. Get Ooh. the fuck she was out like, of here. She's about to man. get paid. She started pop locking. Yeah. She's doing the robot and shit. I got paid. I'm about to get paid. Yeah. So she was talking about his mom. She was talking about my grandma, bro. Oh, she was just saying was like, done. "Oh man, I'm just I'm done. Good, like, like it's done. Cool. Yeah. Like so, shook his oh. hand, gave him money, all that. Yeah. yeah so so the next day they did a missing person report. You know, they went to my gym and they had been. She had no idea. The undercover cops had my gym surrounded, watching her the whole day. My whole my gym this was so, woman is insane. So mm-hmm. they have been watching her. So they you know and then the, this 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 actual officer two of them show up to my gym, and they do a missing person report on me. You know went to the office and she was there in the office in front of her mother and daughter, and asked her about me. And they you know remember the night before she was all happy and. Like she hit the lotto and everything. Yeah. Now this she's is also, worried. This now is she's, also on YouTube as well. And now the body she's cam, worried. The body cam video of the cop yeah. coming up to her, that's also on YouTube. Wow. And just they, giving you all asking, their places they, to go to. She's she's actually like she's acting like she's worried. Now like, oh no, I, I don't know. I, I try oh to call his sister. God. I try to call his friend and, and yeah. I don't know where he's at. I don't know what's going on. And then she, she, really she even asked, she even asked, she played it good. So then she even asked his, her, her mother, like, Mom, when was the last time you said, I don't know? I thought it was Wednesday or something when we saw him. Mm-hmm. And the officer go, okay, Lulu, Miss Maria, you're, you're under arrest for solicitation of capital murder. <gasps> and they took her out. out In of front of her gym. mom and her daughter. Handcuffed. Cuffed. Gone. And everybody's like, what's going on? And mom's like, what's going on? Well, the daughter should have known because you're talking to the doctor. But she, you know, she had, they all acted like they went, whatever, they didn't know. 
But they arrested her right there on the spot. Holy fucking shit. Got her. That girl is nuts. Yeah. She started celebrating when she saw your picture? Yeah. That's Celebr- crazy. Laughing and celebrating. Like, yeah, bro. And putting her hands up. That, like, oh. that was the shit that, that really, like, I was like, what the oh, That's f- like what she's done. It's like. Fam. Nobody's going to look at that She's looking at the picture like, of my, my dad dead, bro. Like, with a bullet in his head. And she's just like, you sure you ain't going to get up, bro? He's dead. It's like, I had no idea she could do windmills. Like, she started doing windmills <laughs> yeah. on the floor shit. Like, what the fuck? What'd you learn how to you're a b-boy now yeah. the fuck yeah that's so, crazy so it's, yeah. it's so much and then and then when i the way i found out was like when when they arrested her the officers they called me from, well they didn't come and they went into the room and, and, and knocked on the door and said i mean we got her they explained to me and, and that's when it really hit me like damn man you know i sat on the edge of my bed put my head down and, and i kept thinking about everything like wow what i what it came down to you know i mean you could have yeah, because I, I didn't know. I didn't, like, I didn't know. You know, to, to, I didn't know she had a plan B or C. I said, "Oh, I don't know what's going on." Yeah, so if she uh, actually know, like contacted anybody in Mexico yeah. or shit like that. So yeah. you know, I get in my car and I'm rushing again. You know, I got my phone trying to call my parents. I turn on my car. Headline news in Houston: woman gets arrested for solicitation of capital murder. Uh, we will have a, a, a news conference at such and such time. It made headlines, you know, it was all over the news. Holy fucking shit. And this is what's so crazy. Another thing that happened is like, I tried to call my parents, you know, because I know by this time they already know. And sure enough, you know, when I call my, my mom, my father answers the phone. And they just happened to be my mom, my sister, my mom, they were uh, house sitting my sister's home because my sister was out of the country. And I hear my mom, you know, those kind of cries you hear at a funeral. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, it's different. You know, it's the funeral cry is different. Oh, of course. And then she's just, oh, my God, wailing. And my father's first thing is like, what's going on? He's Spanish also, you know, because my mom can Yeah. And th- the way that was explained by my father was like, she had walked in the in the house to get some water from my dad that was outside, you know, working on the, on the yard. And then when she walked by my sister's, you know, TV, the big screen, she just saw the news that they had arrested my ex-wife. And she understood that I was dead. Oh my she God. Sees, and sees. then when you called her, she was like, yeah. a ghost. And she was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So that's what she understood that I was dead. She didn't know there was a murder for hire. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was crazy, man. And then after that, it was But she had one last black card to play, my ex wife. One last one. Because when she got she got arrested and she was uh after about a month after being locked up over there back in my house, I get a knock on the door from a, a, a detective, a lady detective, and she serves me with papers. And she goes, Ramon Sosa said, yes. I said, uh, she says, you've been served by Maria Sosa, my ex-wife. Uh, she's filing rape charges on you. This bitch is <laughs> fucking nuts. She is out of her yeah. fucking mind. Yeah. What is wrong with her? That was her last card to play. She's had been locked. She had been locked up for for a month or a month, a little bit over a month, and she files a rape charge on me, saying that I had raped her when I was we were together. And I was like, and I told her, "Do you know what?" You know, she goes, "Oh yeah, trust me, I know everything that's happened. I know your case." I know exactly what's going on, but we still have, you know, because she filed charges on you of rape charges. I just have to we, serve the papers, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. we still have to go and do an investigation. I said, you know what? Let's go do that. The polygraph right now. I take the test. I do it. Whatever it takes. This, you know, I told her I was pissed. Yeah. And she goes, no, I understand, sir. But just calm down. Talk to your attorney, and, and and then we'll come back to you. 
And sure enough, my attorney, you know, he was like, this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 He was like, don't worry about it. I know what's going on. She's just trying anything she can to get out of this. So we'll take care of it. What but I didn't take fuck? my polygraph. You know, and of course, they, he's not admitted in, a, in court, but they, 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 you know, it didn't go anywhere. You know, she was just trying anything. That's after, fucking crazy. And mm-hmm. after, she just wanted to, you know, to hurt you. Yeah. And after about 15 months in prison, she pleaded down, she pleaded guilty, basically to solicitation of capital murder second degree and she got 20 years damn she's doing 20 mm-hmm. years right now to texas women penitentiary what in the holy fuck yeah how lucky are you yeah 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 and damn those but the- hey, let me tell you i got a book i got a book it's called i walked on my own grave a true crime story you have a book yeah yeah i need to read that shit on amazon that shit is nuts. Yeah, and that's it's where that goes into all the details. And you're going to be like, it gets, like John, yeah, I ain't going to lie. Yeah. I don't have time to explain everything because it's a long. Yeah, of course. But it is jaw dropping everything that happened. And you're like, It gets what? a little too detailed. I was yeah. like, I ain't have to know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my, I don't even know why my dad put that in the book. I'm like, dad, <laughs> I know we get down, but damn. <laughs> that's like the day I had sex. He's like, oh, damn, what's the care, Dad? Hey, man, let's cut that shit out real quick, dad. Man, he put some stuff in there. I'm like, but all right. It's just part of the story, you you know, she, she was she was a good manipulator, and she knew how to use her beauty, her charm. That and was her, her mouth, foot. obvious, uh, evidently. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> this guy, you read the book, you started screaming at night. <laughs> oh my God! I was like, all right, I was there, and I had to like close it. Like, all right, no, okay. It was, it was, but I, you know, it was raw, but it is is to the point where you understand like everything. It was that raw, I read all right. <laughs> sorry, all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So it was. I mean, so for her, like in your case, she was. A con artist. She was a perfect psychopath. Yeah. She was the. the she played the her part true, so well. She was she like, was, I'm yeah. going to be the quote unquote best woman, you know, yeah. textbook woman, yeah. massages, whatever, like stuff that goes above and beyond yeah. what, mm-hmm. you know, any woman would normally do for anybody. Right. And then she kind of like got you in this fantasy world. Yeah. That's nuts. And what's so crazy is, is, is that I would bring, you know, it got to the point where I was so pissed that I would bring it up to her like, did you just get married to me, you know, to become an American citizen? And now that you have a, you know, we, you have money, oh, you, know, yeah, you have yeah. a big home, you have everything. So mm-hmm. everything was all about money and, 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 you know, but what happened? And she goes, look, and this is what she turned everything around. Look, look at me. Look at my body. Look at me. I can get any man. I can get any man I want. I met a lot of men before you, a lot of men before you that had a lot, a lot more money than you. I don't even want them. I wanted you. I fell in love with you. Mm. Then she take it to the bed. Holy shit. Yeah. It's so <laughs> crazy. Mm-hmm. That is scary as fuck. Did you yeah. get remarried after that? No. Damn, see, that's right. Good move. <laughs> I would be so traumatized. My yeah, palms buddy. are sweating right now. Just yeah. thinking about that. Yeah. The fact that somebody would go that far yeah. to kill you. Like, hey, what I'm going to give, give you a little, another little hint that happened. This is all in the book, but this is, you know, kind of, I, uh, Two years prior, like in the year 2013, we had gone to Mexico on vacation because, you know, and, she, and the thing was so funny that she had details. She was very good at detailing every little place that we were going to be at, how long we were going to be there. And, we're, you know, it, of course, I don't know nothing about Mexico City because I've never been there. So she named all these different places we were supposed to be at in a time, a certain time and how much time we will be there. Yeah. So after vacation, we come back, whatever we have, you know, I've seen it and, you know, whatever, we come back. And in one of the conversation, this is after, of course, 2015, one of the conversations that she had with Mundo undercover, she tells Mundo that she wanted to kill me 
two years prior in 2013 when we were in Mexico City. And Mundo, goes, Mundo goes, what, what was the, what, what are you talking about? So yeah, she goes, yeah, I had it all planned with my sister. And her, what the fuck? And her sister had been to my house. This lady, I have, you know, we were like, cool. Her sister had been to my house. She lived with me for a little while, lived with us, you know, very, you know, whatever. She, I, she was like, I was like the nicest person to, to her family, to her and her sister. So the plan was, and Mundo goes, so what were you, what, what was the, what were you planning on doing? And she goes, well, the plan was that we, I talked to my sister and the plan was that we were going to have us both, me and me and me and Ramon have us uh, uh, held for ransom, you know, because in Mexico, that's big over there. She said that they were going to hold us for ransom. That's like a normal job. Yeah. That's not, <laughs> okay. no, no, right, hold on, not normal, but it happens to a lot of people. You <laughs> well, know, you know, I always say that because like, I know of, I mean, we're just going to sidetrack for a second, but there was a, there was a kid, I'm not saying it happens a lot, but yeah. it's, it's pretty crazy out there just because I used to do Mexico mission, tri mission trips when I was a, uh, my father's a pastor. So mm -hmm. we used to do a lot of mission trips in Mexico. But mm -hmm. one of the things that uh, a lot of locals would warn us was of cartel stuff. Yeah. So that shit's like real. You yeah. Know I mean? yeah, there was yeah, a, yeah. There's a story that you guys would probably look up online, but there was a kid who was uh, taken for ransom by cartel by uh, this mission trip. It wasn't my church, but it was my friend's church. And this girl mm -hmm. went missing, right? Uh, long story short with that, I mean, look it up online. You guys will probably find the story. But they took her and they asked money to get her back. And her parents were like, okay, well, we don't have this money. So they just started gathering money through like the church or whatever, something like that. It's a story that I heard. Uh, sent them half the money. They're like, cool, you get your daughter back. They sent half the kid back. Wow. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Fucking nuts, dude. But we know what I'm oh, saying is that, but is is it, you know those type Cartel of those crazy. type of yeah like those type of especially when when they know that you have a little bit of money, and that's how they that's how they get you know like yeah. you said for ransom, and that's what the plan was they were going to hold us both for ransom in one of those little locations that she already had marked on her itinerary. Yeah, <laughs> she has a vacation itinerary. Yeah, exactly like what it was tortillas, <laughs> <laughs> you know, go to the beach and, and hold Ramon for ransom. <laughs> Check. And then dance and then keep going. dancing. And you know what's so, hey, but David, you know what's so crazy? The little town, the little place that she she says that uh that that supposedly was the ransom place where they were gonna hold us up is in a a place called Tepito, and Tepito come to find out is is, is like the slums, mm. you know, like the the places you know over there in like India, in, like Tijuana and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it's a slum area yeah. where you can find anything. And she and I said, I said, well, where do we want to go there? I mean, I want to go see no slum. Yeah, he's oh no no, it's a place that you see you find anything you want. It's just a place you go. It's very interesting. He's hey, you have everything. And I said, what the hell do I want to go see this? Oh shit yeah, for? sounds great. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have a Walmart back at home. We're good. Yeah, yeah, they know, have everything. Yeah. <laughs> so she went, and, but I and, you know I just said no, I don't want to go there. When we were there. I I don't want to go see that crap, you know? Yeah. So we never went. Obviously. And lo and behold, that's yeah. why you're alive. So the thing was that, you know, that was the she, time. That she wasn't persuasive, but she's like, you sure you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. But aren't you sure? Yeah. No, I'm good. But Damn that was, that was like, the plan she had with her sister. Yeah. And you know what? You know, and then look, and then Mundo said, well, how come you didn't, you know, what you, well, you know, the sister said that, that, that that there was a when they were going to let her go the, the the people that were held us for ransom they were going to let her go and then they want to keep me and kill me yeah and her sister said you know that she said well you know bring them over here don't worry about it you know people disappear in mexico all the time they'll never find them what the fuck fuck that bro that's how fuck crazy that, it was what? and, and, I, I mean, and mundo asked her how come you didn't do it and he goes she goes well i didn't have the heart to do it then but now i do
The heart, bitch, you were thinking about? I've never... Wa- Listen, let me tell you something. My fiance has pissed me off many times. I've never thought about killing her you once. You about it? Never. You know what I mean? I'll kill you. No, no. Let's, let's just think about it now. Then you hear my story like, oh, what? Let's, let's nah, really think yeah. about that. I'm not thinking about powerbombing her on like, like, you know, a couch or something like that, where she's perfectly fine after, but yeah. never that. Never. Yeah, so when did you start seeing signs like things were going bad? Was it right when you guys got married? Oh, let me tell you something. Right in, in little red flag that I should have just like, Oh shit! That no wonder. We got married at a uh, uh, it was a, like small celebration at, at a courthouse, but it was all you know dresses and everything. She had a little she just genuine, yeah, everything. So after a little wedding, her mother walks up to me. She was at the wedding. Her mother genuine, walks, you know. She was like she was some. No, you know how she was. She was detailed with everything. Genuine, genuine. You know what I'm talking about? What yeah, no, genuine is is in them jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Sorry, that's that how just, the OG said, all right? I just had to make wine. sure. I was like, wait a minute. Hey, you don't talk about My bad, boss. I just had a like. <laughs> My English is not good looking. <laughs> hey, but check this out. So her mother walks up to me right after we got, I mean, right after we took it, taking our vows, she comes up to me, goes, and congratulates, congratulates me and just whispers in my ear, now she's your trouble. <gasps> and walks away. She's like trying to kill her mom and shit too. Her mom's like always holding the top of her drink like this. <laughs> She's like, toast to my daughter. <laughs> Good luck to you. Don't come. Her own daughter. Every single one of her drink comes out of her mouth. Salud. 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 Yeah, fucking hijole. She's like, mom, I got your menu. No, 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 my rudo. No, no, no. I'm here to myself. She's like, I got your menu. No, 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 no. We're good, we're good, we're good. Why does her mom always got her hand over her drink the whole time? Oh, because I know. Because I know. That's your problem. Yeah, man. That was right off the bat. I'll never forget it when her mom told me, just whisper in my ear. No, she's your trouble. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so frightening to me. Yeah. Well, I gotta have a talk with my fiance now. It's like, what are you up to, real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Checking my fucking cup like this all the time. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Yeah. That's nuts. And then sleeping. I mean, sleeping in the same bed, knowing that you're, you know, at the time she was, we were still married. Like, I don't know if this bitch has a plan B or C. Yeah, because who knows, right? Yeah. Mundo mundo didn't work. Okay, let me call Paco. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I got a job for you. Wow. So Mundo's still a part of your life then, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, we're not as close, uh, you know, like we were before. Because after everything that that happened to, you know, what happened to me, I just being more closer to my family. There was a few years there where I lost, because of her, she put a wedge between my kids and me, especially my youngest daughter. Yeah. And I lost that, and, 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 you know, so I've just gotten a lot more closer to my family. Mm. And Mundo, he's, although he's part of my family, I would always love, you know, he'd be the reason that I'm alive today. Uh, I just don't want him to, God forbid, everything that happens, I don't want to be part that hey, it was because of me. Yeah. And there's a lot of friends that I have taken, you know, kind of pardon, you know, kind of been in, just just kept my distance. I just, you know, spent a lot of time with my kids, my grandkids, my parents. Uh, so it's, it's so what's Mundo yeah. doing now? Because he was he was at the gym before. Yeah, right? yeah, no, he's 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 still got his own life. He, he got he, a book. He put came out with. He's got his own book called uh, My Son Mundo. Oh, okay. Yeah, there so. there was a I, I think there was a time like when all this stuff was really I'm talking about like all over, bro. You couldn't go online without seeing yeah, it, seeing it. 
um, there there was just a there was just a time where it was just kind of it was just a little weird. Like because Mundo was uh, was he didn't want to be a part of it. And then he did want to be a part of it, but then he wanted to be blurred out, want to change his voice because he didn't want to like. Be... Yeah, yeah. So, so he kind of just was like. And my dad, you know, my dad's cool with it. Like my dad, you know, he'll. He, I mean, he's been on podcasts now for like the past two years now, like being on interviews and uh, new shows and all these things. And Mundo was just staying low. And um, yeah, so we, it just kind of just you know just yeah he kind of kept the low pro and yeah okay you know, and, and he's he and, and then you know he came yeah. out on one show and and uh, one of those crime shows and they promised him that they were not going to show his face and they did and what he, the fuck what's yeah, wrong with them yeah that was a big issue too and so he's kind of yeah. he's always kept a low profile every time we do interviews it's a good guy know. though man. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah that, that was the first person I talked to after my dad called me because, you know, normally, like, I hear from my dad. Uh, I, I'm back in L.A. during this time. Like, yeah. you know, I've been in L.A. This was this was like 2015. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've been in L.A. for two, three years now. And um, now, like, you know, I hear from my dad every day. But this time, like, I haven't heard from him in a week. This whole thing was happening. And I didn't I didn't also didn't really like. Maybe I thought about it like I haven't heard from my pops, but I also didn't think about calling him either. I was just kind of like, all right, well he'll hit me, whatever. I'm doing my own thing. So well, yeah, he, well you're not thinking this is happening right yeah, now. Like, who yeah, yeah. Everything. It's like, oh, right. of course. My I mean, they knew that I was going through a divorce, but not like you know, no crazy stuff. Yeah, Because yeah. I had to keep it. That was one of the things that the 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 officers, you know, the undercover had to be the only people that knew was Mundo and me. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. And so. I had to live with that stress every single day going to the gym. I mean, and it was crazy. That is and she, nuts. And she yeah. was over here ruined. She ruined my nonprofit. Uh, she wrote a letter to my biggest sponsor, was a, which was a, a big oil company in the Woodlands in uh, Texas. I bet you they feel bad now. Yeah, but <laughs> the thing was, the thing was, you know, once they found out what really happened, and I wrote to them, and, you know, they still didn't want to help because they didn't want their name attached to my situation. Yeah. You know, it actually would have helped them out, actually. You know, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not but very then, smart of them. Yeah, man. My dad called me, and the way he the way he broke it down, I'm thinking, you know, because my dad was just like, "Yo, where you at?" I said, "I'm at, I'm at the house." He was like, "Son, you got to you got to sit down for this one." I'm like, "I'm thinking somebody died, bro. Like my grandma or something." Like I'm like, "Oh God, sit down." I'm thinking, you know, who died? Not knowing that it was my dad who died. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like hypothetically, but you know, they he had faked it. But you know, he broke it down to me, and I was just like, "Wait." What? Yeah, and he's like, How he you broke it down. This? Yeah, he was just like, yeah, like Lulu tried to kill me, and I had to, he gave me everything, and I'm huh. like, what the fuck? And and then you know, I like, I was like, all right, well, where's Mundo? He's like, you know, he's he, you know, he, he he just let me know, like, you know, you can call him, just call him up, just that. Call Mundo, man. I was just like, bro, thank you, bro. Like, thank you so much, man. You saved my dad's life, man. Yeah. Like, I was just like, mm -hmm. and then Mundo was just like, hey, man, like, I see y'all as my fam. You know what I mean, like. That's like a dad to me, and y'all like my bros, and I just you know want to look out, you know. Like I I, I was he was like his biggest thing. He he said um I was thinking about uh your dad's dad, like that I'm on senior, you know. He was like I was thinking about him, man, and I was just like man, like you know I can't I can't you know I know how much because my my grandpa he always just pops up at the gym, you know. Sometimes yeah, yeah. he'll come up every day. Sometimes he'll just randomly push over. But my my grandpa loves to like be around and stuff. He's a professional wrestler, so like 
he's been around the ring all you know up for that professionally he was on tv and then there was a the whole thing so like oh wow even, even when i was training like when i was a kid and fighting my grandpa was always there so like he's always been in the picture so you know he was just thinking about that like man like imagine that you know what i mean like you know he finds out his son you know is gone you know so he was just like man i was just like I was thinking about you guys, but then I was thinking about his pops, man. I was thinking about he thinks, you know, he thinks so fast on his feet. That was so quick for him yeah. to be like. It I also makes me wonder what the fuck was Mundo doing before all this? Like yeah. he knew right. what's up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And what's right. ironic is that you know you think about it ten years prior that you know when when I first met him, I kind of helped him you know turn his life around. Yeah. And saved him from the streets and all that. You know, mentoring him. Yeah. And he here he comes back. And saves my life fifteen years later. That's fucking nuts. And he had yeah. to he had to tap into that street yeah. life. That's help crazy. And he had to go back to being a you know basically. So a, imagine, bro, like all that shit he's gone through, all that shit he knew, all that street, everything. It came handy. Like yeah. like yeah, but it's like for a reason. You yeah. know what I mean? Like for, for like good for, reason, for a good re- yeah. for a good reason to save somebody. Rather than killing somebody, so we're gonna set this up with a fake person. With and, his and you know, another thing that he yeah. said was that you know, gang, you know, once you're in a gang, you don't, you don't, you don't uh, rat on anybody. I don't care if good or bad. You know, yeah. so he was basically being a rat. Yeah, but he didn't say no. I don't do that. Probably I don't, I don't rat. a little bit. You know, but he said, but mm-hmm. you're different. Yeah, you're different. You know, I don't want. You know, he said, I don't want you to die because I don't. He said, I don't know if she had somebody else to do the job. But he said, "We don't do this in gangs. We don't talk. We don't. We don't. We don't do this." Yeah, man. That's crazy because I'm a big ass snitch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I snitch on a motherfucker super fast, dude. It's like, what the fuck? Are you crazy? Yeah. I said on this podcast multiple times. You better not fuck up around me. I'm snitching you out, dude. Right. I'm trying to protect my life. You would have heard they're like, "Oh shit, remote. let me let me tell you what Lulu just said." <laughs> I was like, let me tell you. If I meet Lulu, she's like, "What do he say?" I was like, "Let me tell you what fucking Ramon said about you, <laughs> just in case she's over here with a fucking machete just trying to get my ass." I'm like, oh, Shit. Hell yeah, bro. Wow. And that's shit, such bro. a life changing thing. Because yeah. he kind of glanced about like a, like something crazy happened to you, but I didn't know it was like this. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've been is... fortunate enough that I can, you know, I talk a lot about my story because there's so much more than I talk about domestic abuse against men because it happened in my life when it comes when it's, it yeah. wasn't. And, and, was, she be, was she somebody who was very like verbally abusive? Verbally, physically. Oh, she would hit yeah. you? Yeah, and you know, there were times when we had, you know, saying, but but the reason she was doing it now, I know it was because she was she wanted me to retaliate. And she oh, so she could do exactly. something about yeah, it. Yeah, he she talks about type- that in the book. I, man, I read that. I remember seeing that in the book. I did, I'm not going to give him everything there because I know. Yeah, you know no, no, no. It's not got, they got to read it for sure. No, but, but I was, saw that, man. He, yeah, he and, hit him, and, and she hit him with a little sauce. And my dad, my dad had to be like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on now. Like you yeah. know, you know, we, yeah. we you, you know, know. Yeah, I have that. I have a fighter's instinct. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was and saying. That's what like, she was looking for for yeah. me to retaliate. Yeah, but she was just wanted to use that against me to basically, you know, put me in prison. The, her yeah. thing was like finding a way to either get me out of the house, lock me off. She had her son lie about me that I punched. You know, she was just had a whole. Oh my she god! Had son, bro, there, you, was she a, had a, there was a uh, the episode yeah. on uh, on forty eight on forty eight hours when they did my dad like uh, the the episode about my dad. Now I've I've heard this story all the time, like I you know, and and I watch the interviews that that has that he's done on Dateline, all these things, and other podcasts and stuff. But on the Forty Eight Hours, they showed a clip that I've never seen, and it was a clip of um of her son antagonizing my dad, basically following my dad outside of the house. He's walking towards his truck, like, and he's in his his like FedEx uniform. You know, he's yeah. getting ready to go to work, and he's following him, and he's like antagonizing him, like. 
like you know, like uh, what, he was just talking shit, right? Yeah, like what was, was he saying? Was, like no, he was. It's, it's, it's a little longer, longer story than that. The thing was that this crazy nut. I have a truck, right? Yeah. And when I bought it, when we, you know, buy we we pay for I pay for it cash, whatever. And I told her to go get the title of the truck. You know, that's when I thought with things with things were still good. You know, living, you know, the right things were 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 okay. So she never went and got the title changed. That's what I the, the one yeah. eventually. So one morning I'm going to work, whatever, and I get pulled over because I ran a red light. It was my fault. You know, I was kind of hurrying the red light. So when I get to the the officers come up to me, they, you know, they take their time in the bag. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So when they come up to me, he goes, um, I see your driver's license registry, a regular thing. And he goes, uh, does this vehicle belong to you, sir? And I said, yeah. Who is it registered to? And I said, what do you mean? Is, is mine? Is me? Or is it me or my wife? Maria? She goes, no. I what said, the I said, fuck? Well, I said, what's going on? I said, well, it says here is registered to Louis Paz. I said, what? This bitch had registered the name into her son's name. Wow. And never told me anything. And that's how I found out. Wow. When I got pulled over. But what I So the, the oh, thing God. was that the kid, when that happened, was that he was trying to tell me that that was his truck and he wanted me out of the truck and he was going to call the police because that was his vehicle. Wow. So, so, he, yeah, so he comes bro. up to me. So he's, he has a, so I'm just, I'm watching because it's from his phone. So they have that, 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 that footage. So I'm watching from his uh, POV or whatever. And bro, I'm just seeing my dad, bro. Like he's on, he's on the front seat, door open, and, and he's just still like not letting him close the door. And my dad's like trying to close it. He's not letting him close. It. He's like, get out of my car. That's my car. And my dad's like sitting there, like he kind of just looked like, really, but like, like, like you know, like and, and only, but they were all recording me. Her mom, his mom, I and the daughter were there recording so me. Hard. They were all in it together. Yeah, they were all bro. recording. Did they not? Did they not go to jail either? No, but this is what happened. I pulled the phone off his, you know, hand because mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm the one that pays all the bills, yeah. all the phones. So that's my phone technically. I pulled the phone, so right there on the spot they call nine one one. I'm an abusive. I'm enraged. I'm, a, you know, whatever. Like I live in a cul-de-sac. There like five cops whoop, mm-hmm. pull up. They pull me to the side. They they put them over there. They listen to their side of the story. And then you have the video. They listen. No, no, I don't have a video because oh. no, I don't. I don't have the code. Yeah. And they, they 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 took the phone. The lady to the cops took the phone because they said you know whatever. They t- I tell my story, and when they come back, say they come back and listen to me again and say, well, sir, uh, he's saying that you punched him. What the fuck? I said, punched him. And she goes, yeah. He said, I don't. I said, where's the bruise? And she goes, I know. I don't see a bruise. But according to the mother and the daughter, they're saying that you punched him. And uh, we need to give you a citation for uh, abuse. So I got a ticket for a punch that I never threw. So I wish I would have socked him then. Fuck. You know what I told him? I said, look, look. Let me tell you this. I told him, look, I'm an ex-professional boxer. I coach. I have a business that's in boxing. If I would have hit that kid... He would not be standing up right now. Yeah. He would not be standing up right now. Yeah. And you know what this little fool did? The what? next day, he went to the gym at night with his little friends. They got drunk and everything. And they, and they got in the ring. And he let one of his friends punch him. And he took a picture of it. And he gave it to the police saying that that was that I did that to him. Wow. Wait, what did the cops say after that? I mean, what no, did... no, they knew it was for fake. And yeah. then they tried to take it to the, to the you know, the. Yeah. The, she had her attorney. The attorney was saying that all that. You know what they did? He said that when I took the phone away, that that's when they stopped the video. Mm. And he said, that's when I punched them. Oh, my God. Yeah, bro. That it was is nuts. But, yeah, it was, but, you know, the thing was, it was it, it, when, I, when, when my attorney, uh, you know, took him to court for that case, they never showed up. 
Wow. So they knew it was fake, so they didn't want to take any chance, so they didn't show up. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. I can't believe she divorced you. That's the crazy <laughs> You are a man of patience. Yeah. God has blessed you with patience. There's yeah. nobody that I know in my circle that would have taken that much abuse. Oh, it was, it was, yeah. a, it was but like I said, it was manipulation of the mind that, and that's what I talk about when I do a lot of the speeches, you know, for domestic abuse. That man stays, and sometimes man, with well, a lot of men that that are that are that are that are, that are uh, uh, you know, in abusive relationships, when there are the you know, the victim, the, the victim, they stay in the same you know for the same reasons that women stay. It can be financial, it could be they're in love, it could be kids, fucking shit. all those re- same reasons, men stay, and it happens to a lot of men. Just that men don't talk about it, and that could be a whole new podcast that you have, how men stay in relationships sometimes. Because and not because they're bitches or because they're less of a man. Like I tell them, you're not a bitch. You're not less of a man. Just because you, you know you want your relationship to work. See, I don't. That's so interesting because like I've never thought about like domestic violence the other way, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Nobody does. A lot of people yeah. don't, and it happens yeah. more than most people think. Because we only yeah. think about it in the way of like the male is physically exactly. stronger, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's other stuff like like mental abuse and like yep. manipulation, exactly. Yep. You yeah. know, threats. You know, I'll take my yeah. kids and you'll never see your kids again. You could, you Financially. Can say, you can say rape and it's done. Yeah. yeah. It's a wrap. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's I mean, so I crazy. tell you guys, yeah. I'll give them a little, a little short, short, you know, story. Like, look, if your wife hits you and you retaliate, you hit her and the cops come, who are they going to believe? Her. I Thank believe you. her. Yeah. Most of the time, nine out of 10, they're going to believe her story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to believe that she did. She, she put their hands on you first. I don't saying, you know, if a man commits a crime against a, a sexual, I mean, abusive or against a lady, and and he's found guilty. I, you know, throw the you know the books at him. You but know, when it happens to a lady, you know what they get? Most of them slapping the hand. Yeah. You know, there's men that are in prison right now. Right now, there's a lot of men in prison that are been, that have been charged for domestic abuse. Not all of them, but I'm sure there's a, there's a lot of men that have been charged with domestic abuse falsely, and then, you know. You they know, can't do nothing about it. I, I told the story on this podcast before, but uh, when I uh, was younger, there was a dude, um, not my friend, all right? Mm-hmm. I just knew of him. Mm-hmm. But there was a girl that was in a very um, interesting relationship, right? So she was somebody who was very manipulative, right? And mm-hmm. we, we brought this up during a time where um, people were saying like, oh, all the time it's like guys' faults, you know, when it comes to like th- these type of situations. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I have a couple of stories where it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I have one story, which I'm not going to go over, but long story short, this girl basically threatened her boyfriend saying that she was going to go to the cops and tell him that they she he raped her if he broke up with her. Yeah, and it happens. Right? And mm-hmm. I, we were like, yo, this fucking girl is nuts. Yeah. Right? And so she was threatening him with all this other stuff. That all got figured out, right? We'll talk about that story another time. But this, this other story where there was was a girl who um, basically convinced her current boyfriend that her ex-boyfriend raped her. Yeah. Right. And this guy that was her current boyfriend is a highly affiliated gang member. They retaliation. They executioner style killed this dude yeah. in his driveway, mm. like with a bunch of friends, and they shot him right in the Over head. A lie. And then she was like shocked that he actually fucking did it, and but she's like in jail for life now. 
Yeah. Right. And they, he, the guy actually has a lesser sentence than her because she was the ringleader that kind of yeah. oh caused it all God. up over but, her manipulating yeah, this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this dude who she broke up with too was the opposite of what she normally dates. Like he's like a really nice guy mm-hmm. and he wanted to be with somebody a little different. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, he decided to date a fucking hood rat. Like she's a hood rat yeah. to the right, max. Right. And he broke up with her because he couldn't handle it. And in her mind, from what I believe, from my point of view, was that she thought she grabbed somebody finally great, right? But she didn't change who she was. She was not a good person. Mm-hmm. And what he realized was, Yo, this I can't handle this girl. Mm-hmm. Broke up with her, and she told her new boyfriend that that guy raped her, and that he fucking murdered him. Yeah, no, wow. but think about it, David. When that thing situations like that happen, for example, when a woman files, you know, abusive or, or charges against her boyfriend or whatever, you know, husband. I mean, she calls the cops, and if, if his, in, in some cases, they'll take the man and they'll lock him up, mm-hmm. and he's got to prove his innocence. And what happens if you have a job? You know, it's, the attorneys are not cheap. Yeah. You might lose your job. You're going to lose work. So your life is turned upside down over a lie. And now you got to go to court to prove yourself that you're innocent over a yeah. lie. And all she gets is what? A slap on the hand. And yeah. now you got to start all over. So you know, for a man, it's, it's it's fucked up, man. That's crazy. It is. It is. You know, it happens more than most people think. That's what I talk about. And I'm not against. I mean, any man that hits puts a hand on a woman or just abuse any kind of abuse. You know, I have a mother and sister, and and daughter. You know, I don't go for none of that. But it needs to be the same way for a woman yeah. that lie on a man. Yeah. Well, the same thing needs to happen to a woman when it does happen to a man. Yeah. I think because also, too, uh, from a perspective that I've gotten before from somebody else is that I think a lot of guys feel they don't talk up about it because they Exa- feel emasculated. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know? Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to go to. You know, we're guys, you know, we, you know, we don't, we don't sit around talking, oh, man, you don't even know what, what happened. It's like, yo, my girlfriend no, fucked me up last night. You know, but it's because it's just yeah. what Jesus said. Yeah. It's a man in, in us. It's, the, it's a manhood. Is the is the man you know this guy don't think I'm man, a bitch. Man, I told my dad about my situation. My dad was like, my dad was like, I mean, did yeah, she like hurt family. you? <laughs> he was like, but did she like hurt you? And I'm like, Dad, she put her hands on me. But <laughs> somebody did she yeah. hurt you? And I was like, yeah, but, what? <laughs> but that's the thing that I'm, I I didn't you know it happens, man. And yeah. men when men don't speak, it just gets thrown under the, under 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 the you know. Yeah, the, I mean, I've definitely and, and it needs to be brought up, and that's why I talk about when I do speeches. And I've done a, I did a speech in London, and I tell you what, man, it was all men. And these guys, I had guys standing up clapping, and after the speech, I had guys in tears coming up to me. It's like, man, you had just changed my life because <clears throat> they nobody, don't even know they're in that situation they, yeah, until you yeah, start talking. Right, about right. It. You start He's talking, like, and, you, yeah, and, and you're like, you brought it out of me, man. I'm, 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 I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna let this keep going. Yeah, like for me, too, like my, like in my household, because. I think like my we grew up in a very volatile household, right? Like you know, my parents used to fight a lot, like mm. angry fucking fighting, breaking shit in the house. Like for me, I hate that shit, and I I saw it like in I I get a transfer of that. Like so, when I used to get angry when I was younger, I used to break shit all the time because I used to see that my parents do that shit as a kid. Mm-hmm. So in you know from here on out, I'm trying to correct this behavior in my further in, in my new relationships. Now it's still hard. I'm mean, obviously I don't get physical, but I'll break my own shit, right? Which I'm trying not to do when I get really angry. Um, but I did have a, a, a one girlfriend that, you know, I, I kind of defined these lines. I was like, listen, when you, we can play fight, you know, play fighting, whatever. That's cool. Right. But when you're actually angry, don't ever put your hands on me. Cause now it's a little different mm-hmm. right now. It's like, you're hitting me to hurt me. Yeah. You know? And it, you know, it got to the point where I had to 
uh, sit down and have a conversation with this girl. And I said, hey, you know, I play fight. That's fine. That's what we do. Like Korean people, we like playing fight. That's just how we are. Right. I was like, but the moment you touch me and you're angry, I was like, there's no conversation. I get up. I don't speak to you ever again. I was like, that's it. Yeah. Because I can't handle that. Right. right. Because you can't just start wailing on me because oh, I'm the weak girl, mm -hmm. but I'm over here. I'm getting kicked upside the head and, you yeah. know, cause you think that you're the weak girl and it's okay. Yeah. But you can't put your hands on me. Cause mind you, if it was the other way around, oh, yeah. I was angry. I just slapped you upside your head. What am I now? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I said like, for me, and it's so interesting. Like when I look back at it now, it's like, that was the reason I told him like, I can't do that. You can't put your hands on me. And then I'm just supposed to be smile about mm -hmm. it. You know, mm -hmm. after you just kick me in my stomach and right. then, you know, you slap me upside my head. Cause yeah. if it was the other way around, I'd be yeah. in jail like that. Oh yeah. The right. Retaliation. That's it. You're done. Yeah. You know, to put it in perspective, David, look, let me tell you a little, little fact here. Uh, shelters for women, you know, that, that are being abused or this woman's shelter in, in particular, there's over... 2,000 or 3,000 in the whole United States. Shelter for men? Two. Wow. Damn. That's crazy. So if a man needs help, that because he's in a situation... You got to head to Wyoming. You know what? <laughs> go to Kanye's crib. I know that's what you got to do. <laughs> you know? you got to go to a Puritan so state. Yeah. <laughs> that gives you perspective of what society thinks about men that are abused. That's nuts, and it's it's interesting because that perspective is so interesting because, um, it's like what what can a guy do when a girl gets hyper physical? Like you just got to sit there and just get socked no. in the face. No, you know, and you know, I think a lot of guys perspectively they go, you could just hold them down. I was like, but yeah. you hold somebody down, they get bruised on their arm for, or this and that. <laughs> you telling me she used that? I mean, she has she scratched herself. She had all kind of bruises. She took she would take all kind of do all kind of bruises, you know, scratches her, and then take pictures, and then use them as evidence against me. And she just had like this mental lock yeah, on you. She was, she was, she what she tried so much. Yeah. She had a whole game plan, but then nothing worked. So that was part of the divorce. So nothing worked. So you know what? Damn it! Let's go to the. She murder. didn't know God blessed you with patience. No. <laughs> she was like, yeah. "This motherfucker's insane. He's so patient." Yeah, she was he's like, so calm okay, about this. Let's pull the murder case. The murder, you know, murder for hire. That's so yeah. nuts that you are such a patient human being that she had to just murder you yeah that is crazy exactly yeah, what it bro. boiled down to she's like you know what this guy right here i, I pulled every fucking trick in the book Fam. and nothing is working so i just had to kill him. i admire his patience man yeah. i'll be trying to look like yo I thought your did... patience was good no nah, man yeah. this guy i actually don't I, like i kind of have a little short fuse i still i don't really like you know i'm more like passionate in my voice where i'll like kind of like i'll i'll go up an octave but like yeah. this guy he just stays calm bro like he'll yeah. literally just be like up oh, like he blows up like even even just off of yesterday he already forgot about it all day i've been looking at this fight looking at the tape looking at the yeah. tape looking at the tape looking at the tape and my dad's just like son just stop looking at it why don't you just stop <laughs> watching it no but she did like, call me one time and it was it was this one that was that was you know when he got to the point where you know that's enough you know she was talking junk about my daughter mia just you know just oh she tried to get to yeah family. she was Ooh, good and she, that was the one you know when she started messing with my kids you know especially my daughter play she, she pushed that button and that got me pissed and so i walked up the stairs to my room and man i just couldn't take it the door was closed and you know it's one of those doors that I just oh hey do you just unlock yeah. it yeah i just i feel like oh you know this is not good enough. i just put my hand through it yeah and i you know put a hole in the door and i was like oh, okay that's a good one let me see picture yeah 911 he's violent mm -hmm. and the police came 
And they got me on that one. They said wow. that, you know, I had to leave at home. And but when I told them the story, they were like, well, somebody has to leave at home. And she's there with her kids, so you're going to have to go. That's crazy. Yep. That's not. She's just trying to. But you see what I'm talking about? You into it? That's crazy. You see what I'm talking about? Manipulation, mental, you know, and physically and everything. But let's turn everything around. Let's put me in the position where I was doing all that. I would have been locked up a long time ago. Just so I'm petty though. I would have keyed her car. I would have slashed her tires. I would have just done. And I would have done this whole investigation. Like, baby, we got to find out who did this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would rob our own house. Like, yo, somebody keeps robbing. What us. kind of person is this that she knows what I what, what I do with kids, especially with a nonprofit that I'm helping the community with kids at at risk, and she goes and tells the parents of the kids that I'm embezzling money, that I'm not what you think that, I, that what they think that I am, that I'm an alcoholic at home. And I'm an abusive. I'm, and that's crazy. You went through so much. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I got it. What's this book called? I walked. I my walked. Own, yeah, I walked on my own grave. A true crime story. I'm about to read the shit out yeah, of this. Bro. That is nuts. Yep. You yeah. can cop it on Amazon. I walked on my own grave. It was it was sold out for a little bit. They, yeah. they restocked them, huh? They restocked them. It's coming in Spanish. It's coming out in Espanol in yeah. December. Yeah. Wow. That's so fucking nuts. I did not expect this at yeah. all. Yeah, man. You downplayed it quite well, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this I is mean, nuts. I guess I, I guess I guess for me, you know, I I've, I've been talking about it a lot and and um, you know, I also I feel like I just watched the documentary right now. Like yeah. I'm, I'm like playing it in my <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot more Trent promise yeah. you. You going it's what but people read it. I have people that have read it and they come up to me, they'll find me wherever they see me whatever. And giving me hugs, like man, you need a hug, man. You just got, I gotta just hug you. And, God, you went through were so you, much. Were you always like that though? Like, were you? I think could... I grew up like that. I was, you know. And then when That's I box, I asked them the same and thing. My, and my, you know, when I box, people always tell me like, man, you always have so a calm demeanor. How can you be a boxer? And then when they saw me in the ring, like, oh damn, hold up, where you get that from? <laughs> you know, yeah. Is you know, I can change. You know, I'm a fighter. I can fight. Yeah, but I, you know, I just. I'm a cool down to earth. I don't nothing. A lot of you know, other than my, something happened to my kids and you know protecting my family, that's different. You know, but hey, I don't look for trouble. But if trouble looks for me, I have to depend on myself. It. I can yeah. handle, I can handle myself. But for what, man? You know, I just you know, just just be cool, respect people. People respect your back. You wow. Know? Yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, there's so much stuff that happened within your life. I'm trying to collect these yeah. pieces together, and I just put myself in your shoes and for some reason i see the person that not mariel but let's say this woman was with me she would be dead <laughs> <laughs> she would be dead. she would be dead yeah, yeah i mean yeah. that's all i could think or i would just disappear in a hot second but once again like when you're kind of stuck in an abusive relationship you don't see the chaos right no. you're just dealing with the day-to-day -day things and next mm -hmm. thing you know you're trapped it's a week then it's a month then it's a year then it's two years mm -hmm. you know that's fucking And there nuts. was so much. It was fin finances, you know, uh, everything, man. You Did know, you know life. your pops was going through all this? No. That's what nobody, I'm saying. I was, I was, nobody knew. When he called me, I didn't know what was happening. I, and then he, when he when he told me to sit down, I, again, I thought somebody died in the family, but he, he gave me everything. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, that's why you haven't heard from me. Like, I had to be in this hotel and I couldn't contact anybody. Excuse me. And nobody knew about it. His family, his mom, his job. Like, nobody everybody what? was like, why? Like, where's he at? Nobody. Yeah. I was taken out of the grid. Yeah. When, when they started putting like the makeup on you, did they did they lighten your skin up too to make sure like, like your no, blood was drained? No, it was just, uh. you know, just sort of the picture. It was just it was one of those, those things that, nah, that, that, that they, they, they did that YouTube thing and I, they yeah. were like, 
uh, when I, I couldn't believe it, I was like, yo, man, she's not going to fall for this. But apparently, you know, well, obviously she did, but it was just one of those pitches that, well, got him. Yeah, she, she was something else, man. But, mm-hmm. but, and that's her, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And that's when, you know, a lot of people, when, when you know, when they do these documentaries about me, you know, you know shows like I've been on crime shows, a lot of the main crime shows, even how, the producers, how, how? the producers are like, wow, this is, this is, this is incredible, man. It's like a Hollywood movie, man. <laughs> I can't believe her daughter didn't go to jail either because no, she was. Yeah, she was, they couldn't find anything on, um, you know, I guess when they, when they investigated her, it was, it was just. Nothing they can find on her. Man, fuck those kids, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. man. Fuck and those no, look, kids. And they're to this day, they're legally in this country. Her mother and her two kids are legally in this country because of me. And I can't file anything on them because they're American citizens. And their mother's an American citizen. They're all still American citizens because of me. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is nuts. Yeah. And she's still in there for, what, the next, what, 15? Well, she's been up for parole the last three years and... She's been. I've been having to write letters and and everything. But yeah, she's been up for parole the last three years. But they, she's been denied. You know, so wow. She but bumped. but she took it. You know, they, her attorneys they knew that she has the, the evidence against it was so they got nothing. Too much. So they said, no, we just better take this plea because if you go to trial, you're gonna get life, you lady. <laughs> Of course. She's you over know, here doing the Harlem Shake when she found out yeah. that you died. Like, yeah, she pretty much damned once, herself. Once they, yeah. show the, the, once they show the jury that picture, you're done. You know, they were like, oh, hell no. There's no emotional plea yeah, to I that. I live in a very, you know, upper middle class, mostly Ugh. white, old people. They're like, oh, hell Every no, Every picture honey. I see is just like, she's just smiling. It just looks like she's like, I got me one. Wow. Yeah, she was good. She, she thought she was good. It's so eerie when her mom just whispered that in your ear, like she's your problem now. It's yeah. like, look, that's that's my my dad's parents in the courthouse, yeah. watching wow. watching whole thing, and look at my sister. And it was a packed park, you know. But you court, know, court thing. Bro. Let me let me, let me let me finish up with this little bit. Right the here. report after, like the the where where was that at? Where, where yeah. they got me? I had the little interview. Oh, that was in uh in, in Houston. No, I'm saying like in the courthouse or something. Yeah, like the that? courthouse. Yeah, but let me tell you what happened. Yeah. That's when she got sentenced. Yeah, that's my attorney. We're all. It was a packed court, you know, all the newscasts and all the news you were know, there, all the different news uh, mem- media was there. Fucking and uh, the DAs asked me prior to the, you know, her sentences, you know, you can do a speech, and but they gave me the grounds, you know, what I could say, I cannot say. So I said, okay, you know, I just prepared a little speech. So I got on there after she was sentenced. Not once did she ever looked at me, not even, not once. Yeah. Packed, you know, imagine this, a packed courtroom with everybody and so when I got up there, I said, um, I told her, you know what, uh, Lulu, everybody in this courtroom has made mistakes. There's not one perfect person in this room. I'm, I forgive you for what you did. And I can hear this, what? Yeah. It was like a, Whoa. yeah. Everybody's like, what did you just say? It's like, this man is not human. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, I, you know, but let me tell you why I, I did that. I get told, you know, I forgive you for what you did to me, you know, but I won't forget. Now you got to pay the consequences because that's how it is. Now, um, when you live with this, this bottled up, you know, I live the whole time she was locked up. I had so much anger, you know, the, you know, that bottled up anger. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not that, you know, you already know, you can see from my demeanor, I'm not that type of person, but yeah. I had developed so much anger inside of me. 
I mean, I, I was thinking retaliation. I was thinking about her kids if I see him in the streets. I was thinking about everything. I was thinking just, just bad, bad, bad thoughts were going through my head to the point where I had a friend that had guns, you know, collect, a gun collector, basically. Yeah. He let me have borrow one of his shotguns. I had a loaded 40 millimeter in my kitchen and another 9 millimeter loaded in my car. And that's how I spent every day. Wow. I slept with a loaded shotgun in next to me. Wow. And that's how I slept. That's so I had to live like that. So when I sat there in front of that courtroom and forgave her, it was like, whew, all that air was just, and I was able to release everything. And it's like, it was just release of all that anger. That's interesting because I've, I've said this multiple times before, like forgiveness is never for the other person. It's for yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's and that's like, it heals you. Exactly like, what it did. Yeah. I mean, I would never forget it. But that moment right there that I, what I did, it was like, I'm done with you. I'm done. Now you got to pay the consequences for what you did. You know? Damn. I'm always picturing myself like, I, damn, you, you're an interesting man. Because I would have stood up there as like, Lulu, let me tell you something. I hope somebody gets inside your sweet ass <laughs> every fucking day. <laughs> you know, look, and everything you can't do that I taught you. About it. <laughs> all those moves that I taught you in the ring, you know, all those things that you learned, you're going to be using them in prison. Like, I hope you got that one, two, three down pat because people yeah. are going to be beating your ass for the rest of your life. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's insane. And yeah. look, and this, this is how crazy. I don't know if I tell you this, Chris. Don't touch this me. lady, this <laughs> this one lady hit me up on Facebook. On Facebook? Yeah, she hit me up on Facebook and sends me a message. Hi, Mr. Sosa, this is such and such. Uh, this is why she was still locked up in at the county, you know, prior to getting sentenced. And she goes, my name is such and such. I was uh, in the same jail cell with your ex-wife, well, your, with your wife, Maria. <gasps> I'm like, what? <laughs> she goes, uh... I just wanted, you know, because she said that she was in there. She told me her little story, what she was in there for. Uh, and then she said, but... Uh, was she tried to have somebody no, beat me up said, for soup. She said, <laughs> <laughs> said what is, you know, but she was <laughs> interesting <laughs> to me. It was like, she was telling well, you know, Lulu in there, after after I came out now, then I really know what's going on. We used to ask her what she was in there for, but she would never say. She would never say what she was in there. Nobody knew what she was in there for. It was always, but... One thing that I noticed is that she became a trustee real quick. You know, like she started, everybody started, you know, the the, the officers and, the, and the, the, what do you call those people? The COs, whatever. Mm-hmm. They all, you know, kind of like, you know, gravitated to her, but she's she started manipulating, manipulating these people in there. Like, Damn, she's so good. Yeah. She was the trustee in a no time, she said. Wow. But nobody knew, nobody, nobody that was in lock, lockdown. Like how she get that. Yeah. Nobody knew how. And she was always. Damn, winning. she is the devil. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is crazy. And the lady goes, now that I'm out here and I see what the story is, now I understand what she was like that. That is fucking nuts. Read the book. You'll see. <laughs> oh, I'm buying that book tonight on yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's it's crazy because I feel like I just watched the doc. Like, it's in my head right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, bro. But there's, like, so many Everybody more pieces the to the puzzle. Thing, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I want to read this book so fucking bad now. Yeah. Holy and shit! It, and it's a and it's a good read, bro. It's, it's, a, it's quick. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't do like pages like it's one sixty eight. But the thing is, oh, like, oh. One, one, <laughs> no, 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 give me, give me my sixty eight. Give, give me my sixty eight back. Oh, my bad, my bad. No, but it's like I because you know when I read a book, I wanted to you know when you when you finish a chapter, like, oh shit, I can't put it down. Let me go to the next one, like a documentary, like man, yeah. That's how I, that's how I wrote it. You know where where you can't just oh hell no, I gotta finish. That's how it is. People are like, damn, man, I couldn't put your book down. They're like, I read it in one day. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't put it down, put it down, you know, one, two days, I couldn't put it down. Yeah. 
<laughs> like I just pictured this kid coming at you, recording you, just telling you to get out of your own car. Bro, and I, I wanted, bro, I had that, no idea what was going on. I wanted to whoop that boy that so bad, bro. Messing with my dad like that. And, I, and then I know him. Like I know he's a bitch, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, yeah. why are you? Oh, that shit pissed me off, dude. Like taking advantage of somebody's kindness. Yeah, you, you bro. Know? And you're here legally. And yeah. I would have so many conversations. You know, I was trying to be a father figure to yeah. this young man. And say, man, you know how many people come here from Mexico and document it? I mean, crossing the river. I mean, just living dirt poor, trying to make it day to day to make it to where you're at. And you'd have none of that. None of that. You came in here and you have everything. You have a home. You have you have everything. You have a beautiful. Yeah. Everything these people fight for to get here, you have because of me. Yeah. And I'm, you know, and, 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 and you're going to be like that towards me. Yeah. That's nuts, man. You know. Like that is so fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm just I mean, what's that? I'm not trying to figure out what this loser doing now. Like it's like, what are you doing, you fucking loser? No idea, bro. No idea. But Wow. I can't believe her mom was all in it too, like recording and shit. Oh yeah. They like were... fuck that lady too. Yeah, as soon as he pulled that phone out, they were like, Oh shit, the phone, they were all She'll but, so then, she went from... but then I asked then, then when the cops came, I said, Well, tell them to show you the whole yeah. He said, oh, no, they just show me, and then because he actually edited it right there on the spot. Yeah. And they were like, well, tell him they don't. He said, no, tell him to show you the whole video. Hey, yeah. but whenever she went to, whenever, because my dad ended up staying with his mom during, like, the whole court thing and all this stuff, and whenever they said, you know, you know, my dad can go back to his house, he went back to his house, and my dad was there with cops, too, to, like, you know, escort, uh, escort him there. When he got there, my mom, my, 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 my uh, his, his ex-wife, Lulu had all of the family staying in the house. Yeah. <gasps> Everybody oh, was yeah. living no, in that yeah. house. This is what happened. You know, when she got arrested, you know, her family from Mexico, her sister, the, the nut, she had come with her husband and her her kids. So they showed up. And, you know, I wasn't there because I, I wasn't able to get back in my house yet. So they came to my house and there was like, that was, my house was like a hotel. I've been like, Everybody hey, broke. time to get the fuck no, no, out. But this, this is what happened. Yeah. So I had a, a, a you know, because I, before that, she was able to get me out of the house, you know, legally. So my attorney was able to go to court and get it in writing that, I, you know, the papers where I can move back. That yeah. is, you know, I got legal, you know, my house. So I was like, I, me, <laughs> that was another thing that happened. Me, Mundo, my uncle, and Mitchell was there, and my brother-in-law, we all got, you know, I had some shotguns, and we were all loaded up. Yeah. And he was like, Mundo, and this is Mundo's idea. I said, Mundo's always a shark. He goes, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to Home Depot and get new locks for your house, front and back. We're going to go to your house, and then you're going to call, uh, 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 what's it called? People like, like, locksmith. Locksmith. And you're going to tell him you can't get in your house. And he's going to open up the door, and we're going to change the locks, and we're going to wait for them to wow. come back. And I was thinking, well, what about if they're there? No, they're not going to be there. We're going to go there late. So that's what happened. We just got lucky. We showed up, and exactly, we, I called the locksmith, and I showed him my driver's license, that, you know, my address and everything. Yeah. Okay, you know, he opened the house. And, man, we changed the locks in the mundo. I mean, changed those locks in less than probably five minutes, front and back. And they try to come in. Like, no, no, no. This, this is what happened. So sure enough, we just waiting. They still, my house, they had computers, uh, laptops with numbers with attorneys and all these in my, in, you know, luggage is all Damn, over the house. Damn, I didn't know about that. Wow. And it was, so uh, my uncle, we were all had, you know, we were all loaded. So the daughter comes up to the to the front door and knocks on the door, and my brother-in-law goes like this. <gasps> Here we go. That's what it got. Damn. He, and then he opened up the, you know, this, the shades, 
And he goes, and Saulo goes, what do you want? He goes, oh, we just come to get our stuff. I said, nah, you can't come into a house. Wow. <laughs> That's when I was pissed. And you're yeah. not coming, nobody's coming in here. So then they call him, they ended up calling the cops. Big Saulo? Yes, I was there. But, no, but yeah. you know, I was there. They called the cops. And uh, and then uh, I called my attorney to see what you know mm-hmm. what, what we we're going to do. And then you know the cop was cool. He said, "Man, I know we're helping on you. I know your case and everything. Let's just put the guns away for now, for just to be safe. Yeah, Let's put all the guns away. Let me talk to you guys." And then he talked to me. He talked to my attorney. And my attorney said, "Well, tell you what, Ramon, just calm down. I know you're pissed. Just calm down right now. Let's just let the people that are came from out of town get their luggages, and the young lady, the daughter." You know, the son wasn't that little bitch. He didn't show up. Yeah. He, you know, of course he didn't show up. He didn't want that smoke. So man. he said the young lady and her and the grandmother to come in and get one change of clothes. And I told Mitchell, my son, I said, Mitchell, I want you, when they come in one at a time, I want you to record everything they're doing. Yeah. And the cop, you know, it, it was the cop was there too. He said, no, this is how we're going to do it. One, one of them is going to come in at a time. You guys just stand back, put all the guns away. This is what they they just want to get their Texas stuff. shit. Wow. When we get down to Texas, yeah, put hey, our guns know, but, away. But this they right, they at, made, at this time they didn't know that Mundo was on my side. He they didn't know that Mundo was the one that yeah. put all this together. Bro, you should have seen the look on her grand, on her mother's face when she walked in and she saw Mundo. Just wow, <laughs> wow. She's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their mom's a piece of shit too, huh? Yeah. Look at yeah. that. You know what? Shout out to Texas because that is dope. That yeah. shit would not happen in California, man. Yeah. Like Texas is sounding extra nice to me right now, dude. <laughs> like extra nice. The cops right. could come and like, you can still have your guns, but just put it away for now. Yeah, just put them away. We you know we don't need any trouble. Just Yeah. That is nuts, man. I would have just like, yeah, you could I'll pick out the clothes. It's gonna be the ugliest, most mismatchy <laughs> shit. So you're gonna wear this SpongeBob t-shirt and you about to wear these fucking pants with the asses cut out of it. Enjoy. And dress shoes. And dress shoes. Her brother-in-law, her brother-in-law, he, he tried to be slick. Because I stayed downstairs. Mitchell was the one walking, mm-hmm. my oldest son was walking behind him and the cop recorded him. So this fool comes down like I didn't notice. He comes with one of those little uh we had one of those little uh bags for the you know for the for the bank. Mm. The bank bags. I had one of those upstairs, and this fool comes down with one of the bank bags, and I'm like, "Bro, what the fuck? What are you doing with that? Who told you to take that?" He was like, "Like he didn't see me. this." Oh, you trying to play real quick? <laughs> this fool said, "Like, I, oh, I'm sleepwalking." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought what? I was sleeping. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. He was like, he was like, "What? What's this? What, yeah. You talking about this?" I said, "Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing with that? That's my shit." You know, I said, "Put it down." Yeah. I said, "Put it down." I was talking to him like shit. Put the shit down. Yeah. Well, this, and the cop was, what, what, what's going on? I said, no, man, he, what, he, he, what's he doing with my, with my, with, that's my bank bag for my business. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, oh. Would the cop be like, me get the fuck out of here? You dumbass. Of oh, course. Yeah. He's like, oh, me, I, oh, I didn't, a palabra. He's like, yeah. you know, man, like, you better shut the fuck up oh, and put the bank bag I down, don't know, though. man. He just said, chase. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Yeah, I like man. how he's just playing dumb. He's like, oh, yeah, I had no idea. I, no I don't idea. know. And uh, I forgot. I woke up here. Oh, shit. You look like my underwear. I know. Yeah. He's like, no, I put these on my head like this. <laughs> I'm 
I'm like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. Oh my God, this is literally the craziest fucking story I've ever heard in my life. I can't yeah, believe man. you still have your sanity about you. Yeah. yeah man, it's, it's, it's a, I'm talking about laugh is right? Man, that that yeah. is nuts to me. Yeah. yeah. These people are such characters. Like, yeah. human beings are so odd. Like, I always tell people when you hear people, when people who live in very small bubbles, they never get to hear these type of things, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they, think that every person that they meet is going to be a great human being, right? Mm-hmm. They they literally see life through this small fucking lens. And sometimes too, like arguably when I meet people, they're like, they think I'm very cautious. Not that I'm cautious. I just group around a lot of shitty people, mm-hmm. like people who are so good at being likable, but a likable doesn't mean you're a good person. They're just very, very fucking good at manipulating mm-hmm. people. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And I fucking hate that. Yeah, that's I, what she is. And that's what she was exactly what she was. I mean, she was the type of girl or lady that she knows she looked good because she worked out. Yeah, she's her, beautiful. I her, saw her, her, her job. Her job was just to look good. She worked out from the morning to the evening. Yeah. And then she loved to dress nice and everything. And this is how she got you or to anybody. If you went shopping with her to the mall, is that you know, one of the ladies that was on one of, on one of those shows even said, well, I hated going to you know shopping with her because anything that I said I liked, she would buy for me. Anything. I mean, she mm. literally, and she, and we had motorcycles. She had, she had a Harley. She, she would go to places and somebody say, oh, I like that jacket. She would literally take it off. Here, you can have it. Here, you can have it. Oh, no, this belt, you can have it. What the fuck? Yeah, you got like nice this. teeth. Don't worry about this. <laughs> hey, I don't need this one. I don't need this one. Hey. But when she wanted something back, when she wanted something back, you would understand why. Oh, remember that? Oh, tenfold. That's what uh, she did. That's what I, oh, man, you are, yeah. I tell kids this all the time. Nobody gives shit to you for in nothing. this world for nothing, nothing right? Yeah, Overly generous people that you just meet off the jump. I'm not people. I'm not talking about people that you create rapport with, right? Like the yeah. people who are like family. Yeah, that's different. They'll give the clothes off the back for you, right? Yeah. But people that you just meet that do that, be mm-hmm. very, very and fucking that's what cautious. She was. Yeah, I've had so many people that I know, personal friends of mine, right? That I've worn and I've seen them get fucked over so bad, right? Mm-hmm. And in their mind, they're like, "Well, I don't understand how this happened. I thought we were good friends." It's like, no, 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 no. You took from them and. And they wanted something oh, back. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you forgot that you got something. You thought you got something for free, but you right. did not. Right. Whether mm-hmm. it was like a relationship. Like some some dudes would like be extra sweet to a fucking girl, right? And like, oh, this guy is just being nice. I mean, is he really oh, or does no, he want no, something? What does he no, want? Definitely you know? And then the other way, mm-hmm. I, I've seen like, I know uh, of a personal friend that got fucking me too, like in this industry mm-hmm. from a very powerful person. And it was, uh, he's a male and the, and the other person was a female. And I had a conversation with him uh, late at night. It was when we went to a bar and I said the same phrase. Nobody gives you that much without asking for something in return. And, you know, in his mind, he was like, no, we're being nice. And I was like, listen, you know what you're taking from this person. All right. And I was like, right now you're taking a lot. This person is going to ask something back from you. Like, sure enough. And sure enough, what it was, was a relationship. Didn't get it. And then his life kind of spiraled after that. And he's like, he was mad. And I was like, well, you know, fuck that person, but also too, you weren't smart about your shit. Everybody told you that you were taking too much from this person, and that person got nothing from your relationship. Well, it was time mm-hmm. to pay up, and you yeah. didn't do it. So now this person feels like they got gypped. So it's it's weird, right? Like people being able to really break down a human being is a difficult, difficult thing. Like yeah. it's hard. Like you need life experience. You need experiences like this sometimes to be like, oh, now I'm more cautious about this shit. Oh, That's why I get scared sometimes for these kids that just stay in a room and they don't talk to people. They get fu- They are the first people 
to get fucked over because mm-hmm. yeah. they haven't had enough human interaction. They can't pick up on small little behaviors mm-hmm. like, oh, this person is a little fake ass. This person over here wants something from me. It's because they never met people like right, this. Right. Your situation, though, was unique. You actually met a psychopath. Like, exactly. Uh, what I'm saying. Like so good at what she does. Mm-hmm. Insane that she fucking fooled a whole prison. How? How is mm-hmm. that? Imp- how is it even possible? Oh, that's, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> It's like, get back into your cell, inmate. You sure? <laughs> and, look, and look, and the, the same lady, the same lady she manipulated with that, mm-hmm. later on she came, after all this happened, she came out and opened up to me. And she said that, she said Lulu had opened up to her about the, the situation with my car, with my mm-hmm. vehicle. Then she said, I told her, but how come you didn't tell me? I mean, you shouldn't. I said, no, because I just don't like to get in between. And then we were very good friends. And, and believe it or not, I was believing everything she was saying about you. Obviously, I'm wrong, but I was believing everything. Oh, my God. And check this out. And this is another thing that blew my mind. She told me that Lulu had told her that she used to run a brothel in Mexico. She was a big mama? Get Man. the fuck And I had no idea. Here. And I'm like, what? Because, you know, she's used to me. She was an executive uh, uh, secretary for Ford Corporation in Mexico City. Yeah. And she's, you know, that's what she said, her driving, you know, it was true. But on the side, she was also, she was a masseuse. She, owned a a masseuse. she used to own a massage parlor, you know, like she owned a massage place, you know, whatever. And I said, damn, no one go. Because she used to give me some good massage. Like, damn, she, she knows what she's doing. She went to school. Yeah. She sent me her degree, whatever. I mean, certificate. And I thought it was all legit. And then this lady told me that she had a brothel, that she had ladies that worked for her. What in the fuck? I never knew that one. Let me tell you, this girl can survive. Like, no matter what, she's going to survive. Like, she's a yeah. succubus. She'll steal your soul. She'll steal everything from you. Yeah. Wow. So she probably have a book when she comes out. My side. Yeah, my side of the story. Mm-hmm. I walked on remote. <laughs> it's like, the difference is, I got video footage, bitch. Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Fucking ma- demon. That's a pure demon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm, well, what kind of perspective does that Beauty, give you on charm. life? charm. And sophisticated, you know, mental. Mm-hmm. Wow, she was yeah. very. I saw a photo. I was like, no, she's very pretty. Yeah, and she knew it too. She would, she would walk into a room and she would get mad if people didn't pay attention to her. Oh shit! And she saw somebody that looked better than her. She's like, look at that bitch with them fake titties. Oh my god! Yeah, look at that fake bitch. That's a fake ass. Don't believe that. That's a don't. Be, if I look like, what do you think that ass is fake? I was like, Cut. it's fantastic. And <laughs> there's another one she used all the time. I'm jealous of the wind that touches you. What in the hell? Damn, she she be making you feel special. This bitch, <laughs> this bitch was genuine. Yeah, she, that's a genuine life. Yeah, for real talk. She was poetic. Damn, that shit made me feel good about myself. Right? She said, I'm jealous of the wind that touches you. Get out of here. You know, I'm going to use that on your, on your fiance. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm, I'm jealous of the wind that touches you. You fuck it up. Yeah, I'm jealous of the touch of the wind that... Wait, huh? Yeah, Mar- Mario don't even fall for that. She'll look at me like... You drunk? Get the fuck away from me. I'm like, that's my lady. You know they, Chris heard about they wrote a song about me too. Oh uh, no, 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 no. All right. Uh do, oh, do your outro. Do your outro. <laughs> do your outro. <laughs> do your outro. <laughs> All right, you guys. We're closing now. That's genius podcast. I'll do it for you. All right, that's, you guys that's a genuine podcast. <laughs> oh, that's just fucking funny. Fuck well. Plug, plug, plug your book before we wrap this up I mean that story was amazing before we, let me plug that book please if you get a chance uh, it's a great book um, um, I went through a lot but I'm grateful 
that people that have read my book and people that all the shows that I've been on and the podcast, uh, what I want people to get from this is to learn from what happened to me, mm. to please understand that, listen to men and men especially that are listening to this show or this podcast, please. And if you're going through some kind of relationship where you're the the, the victim of a, of, a, of domestic abuse, just you know, remember you're not alone. You're not alone. It doesn't make you less of a man. It doesn't make you a bitch. I mean, yeah. look at me. I'm an ex-professional fighter. I'm a fighter. I mean, trust me. I will put my hands. I mean, I, 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 my hands. I, I'm not scared of any kind of any man. Yeah. But I would never, ever, ever put a hand on a lady. Yeah. I respect them, but it got it has to go both ways. Yeah. So my hope is that um, you know, if I, if I can help somebody, if my book helps somebody, and if you know somebody that's going through some different difficulties with a relationship as far as domestic abuse. Uh, you know, if we find some crazy lady that, like, I'm married, you know, you can learn from what happened to me, you know. Yeah. Uh, remember, you're not alone. That is, and one last thing, you know, take it from me. You look at like a life differently when you have walked on your own grave. <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so, you can, you? Uh, you can cop my dad's book on Amazon, I Walked on My Own Grave. And uh, um, you could uh, you could find me in my dad's book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I walked to my own grave. I guess there's some uh, cameos in there, some yeah, photos and stuff. And um, it's something, it gets kinky, but it gets uh, it's real. It's raw. <laughs> it's raw. I'm having yeah. a message because like, hey man, I jacked off to your dad's book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel too happy about this. But that shit was nuts. <laughs> I can understand why he got caught up in that web. It was nuts, and I nutted. It? <laughs> I know it was nuts. I nutted. Yeah, it's, shit it's, was crazy. It's raw. It's raw. Yeah. You know, but but that, I mean, I'm, I'm real. I'm real about what happened to me, and, I, and that's how I want people to understand that it can happen to you like this, raw. You know, like don't think like I, I you know. <laughs> Your fiance <laughs> tries to read the book. She's like, um, why does the book jump from 27 to 30? <laughs> why are these pages stuck? <laughs> like, hey, hey, don't worry about that. That's how it came. That's I how I watch, came. I don't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man, yeah, my dog. Hey, man. But yeah, no, y'all, y'all can catch me on, on, on all platforms at Cristino Sosa, C R I S T I N O. Uh, your your followers know uh, know me, so they they they, yeah, man, they know they, how to do their research. And hey, we got we got to do that plug, man. Damn, dude, you never even told your other story, huh? Damn, Wait, one day, what story? Your story, the story, the story. No, I have. That's how they found me. <laughs> but did you go? In, you didn't go into the specifics. Oh, though. I did that on my podcast. Yeah, huh? maybe you oh. did it. Mm, yeah, for another another time. one. Another yeah. one, another <laughs> one another. You can catch Genius Brain every Thursdays and Sundays, and we will catch you all next time. Peace. Peace.